Hi, I'm Paul, and you're listening to the Comic Book Rehab Podcast. Hi, I'm Dave, and you're listening to the Comic Book Rehab Podcast. Hi, I'm Jimmy Kimmel, almost live, and you're listening to the Comic Book Rehab Podcast. Hi, I'm Josh, and you're listening to the Comic Book Rehab Podcast. Hey, how you doing? I'm Darren Bennett with Ahoy Comics, and you're listening to the Comic Book Rehab Podcast. Hi, this is Barry Kitson. I'm currently the artist on Doctor Strange for Marvel Comics and working on the Liberty Brigade. And you're listening to Comic Book Rehab Podcast. Hey everybody, this is Brian Level, artist on Absolute Carnage, Separation Anxiety, and Thanos Legacy, and you're listening to the Comic Book Rehab Podcast. Hi, I'm Brian J.L. Glass, co-creator of the Mice Templar, Cadence Lark is Furious, and the upcoming Brian J.L. Glass's Dark Spaces. And you're listening to Comic Book Rehab. Hi folks, I'm Greg Wright. I wrote Monstrous Wild Bullets and Hollison, and you're listening to Comic Book Rehab Podcast. Hi, this is Joe Schmalke, the artist and writer for The Electric Black from Scout Comics, and you're listening to Comic Book Rehab Podcast. Hey, this is Chase Masterson from Star Trek Deep Space Nine, and whether you're in regular rehab or comic book rehab, we want you to know we're here for you. Thanks for listening to Comic Book Rehab Podcast. Live long and prosper. This is Anthony Spey, artist on DC Comics New Year's Evil and Crimes of Passion, as well as Lady Death and Xenoscope Comics, and you're listening to Comic Book Rehab Podcast. Hi, I'm Beth Martin. I'm a science fiction author of Quality DNA and the In the Lurch series. You're listening to Comic Book Rehab Podcast. Hello, everybody. This is Billy fucking Tucci, and you are listening to the Comic Book Rehab Podcast. Boom. Hi, I'm Bob McLeod. You're listening to Comic Book Rehab. Hey, this is Mark McKenna here, creator of Combat Jacks, Banana Tail, uh, longtime artist for Marvel and DC Comics, and you're listening to the Comic Book Rehab Podcast. I say I'm Michael Golden, and I can go, hi, Mike. And you go, hi, Mike. And, and then I go, and you are listening to Comic, Comic Book Rehab. Rehab. Yes, he walked me through it, folks. Okay, now you know, really, this is Michael Golden. Listen. This is Mike March, Editor-in-Chief at Aftershock Comics, encouraging you to read dangerously and to listen to the Comic Book Rehab Podcast. Hey, this is Josh Blaylock, the creator of Mercy Sparks and founder of Devil's Do Comics, and you're listening to Comic Book Rehab. All right, hi, I'm Kaylin Smith. I am the artist of Bloom and uh, co-creator of Hope, and you are listening to the Comic Book Rehab Podcast. Hi, I'm Dirk Manning, the writer and creator of Nightmare World, Tales of Mystery, Love Stories to Die For, Writer or Wrong, a writer's guide to creating comics, as well as the co-creator of books including Hope, The Adventures of Cthulhu Jr., and Dastardly Dirk. And my friends, I am so excited for you. In fact, I'm almost envious for you because right now you are about to continue listening to Comic Book Rehab Podcast. So enjoy. Yo, yo, what's up, y'all? This is DMC in the place to be, the K-I-N-G, and you are listening to the Comic Book Rehab Podcast.
Hi, I'm Paul. Hi, Paul. All right. Welcome to this oversized, spectacular... Uh, oh, shit. Just get on with it. I was trying to do a big Stan Lee, you know, stupendous, amazing, 100 gigantic, gigantic-enormous-sized 100th episode of the comic book rehab. But I'm joined you, by Dave the Angry Hatter, Jimmy Kimmel, Almost Live, and Tuxedo Josh. Your your intro is as floppy as our comics. At least for now, until they all go digital. Or he, DC does, anyway. Well, yeah. Because, uh, yeah. Anyway, way to bring the show down on a happy note. Look at you. Don't try to shift the blame onto me. Just it was your shitty intro. Yeah. We can do a take two. Well, then it's not as funny. <laughs> and I'm not editing that. <laughs> so, it, it's been 100 episodes. I've edited at least 80 of them. You should know this by now. Right. Okay. So, um, yes. Yeah, so, we have a few things a little different set up on this show. We're going to do a, uh, a little special additional things on the end. Um, and, you know, Jimmy... While I'm thinking of it now, Meteor, we need to discuss Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. has started back up. Have you been keeping up with it? No. Nope. This, this is the last season, though. Is this it? is the final season. The final mission, final season. I, I, didn't, I didn't watch the second half of last season yet. Oh, my God, dude. It's actually been really fun and enjoyable as shit. It's really been good. Yeah. I don't know. They got into the whole time travel bullshit. And, then and it sounded like an X-Men story. universe versions of themselves and yeah i was getting x-men blue vibes all over i kind of lost like it's been a lot of fun though you should uh, actually check it out oh yeah oh oh yeah nothing else is new on tv anyway so (laughs) that's not true the uh, last episode of undertaker last drive dropped this morning oh did it Oh, you're gonna you're gonna ball like a baby. Really? Because oh, it's been so good. Absolutely, you're gonna ball like a baby at the end of it. All right, we're not gonna talk about Dave's balling because, well, it's often. Can we get a thank you taker? Thank you taker. We're gonna try and talk about some comic books <laughs> this week. All right, so first list up on the Marvels. Did you guys do your digital only Marvels? Yeah, sure did. There was what five read. books? I read two of them. I but there was five, right? Four, five, five, I believe. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I only read two. All right, go ahead. Hi, I'm Jimmy. Hi, hi, hi Jimmy. Ant Man number five. Oh five. Or is this an ongoing? It, it, it's not listed as of five, so I'm not sure. End but of the first arc. It's anyway. definitely an end of an arc. This was really fucking good. Yep. What um, the hell are you doing? Because I forgot if I read Marvel or not. So I forgot what the books were. But um, they have their final showdown. It's a big kaiju monster fight. Ka- and um, essentially, because Scott Lang has been so so much a part of the Mother Hive and has taken care of insects, and they said, because not only can you talk to insects, but you also listen to their problems... They actually help him form like a mega suit. Yeah, the the Macrothrax bad guy uses the pin particles to make gigantic bug monsters, and then the Controls other bug monster that was killed by Mac- yeah, uh, Macro the one Macrothrax kills one of the bug lords or whatever. And as he's dying, he's like, "Look, yeah, 
you listen to the bugs as well, so they kind of crawl all over him and form an Ant-Man suit, suit made out of ants that's like 20 stories tall. Um, and they duke it out and stuff. What, what I really liked is it was kind of Cat, Cassie's coming to like be a hero thing. Like She kept telling, hey, let me handle this. She gets her helmet back, and then she's like, okay, Dad, you can take it. Uh, this was really good. I really enjoyed this. Um, I had no intentions on reading this until Josh made number one his pick of the week, and I'm like... You know, maybe I should check it out. I'm really glad I did. Uh, bummer that it ended on digital, but um, if there's more in this kind of story, I'd listen. I'd definitely want to continue reading. And I'm not sure who wrote. I th- was that Hope? Was that Hallam? Um, uh, Zeb Wells. Oh, uh, Zeb. Yeah. Dylan Burnett on art. Art was perfect for this book. Oh, too. absolutely. But yeah, um, definitely a good read. Uh. Strong finish if that is the last one in a mini. Yeah, so that that's it. Doesn't, that's it. It, it doesn't we list don't it know. as of five, but it definitely seemed like the <clears throat> end of the story. Okay. But there's a little backup page of, well, is it really the end? Kind of a teaser of an epilogue. So. Hi, I'm Josh. Hi, Josh. Hi, Josh. Jane Foster, Valkyrie number 10. This was phenomenal. It, yeah. This is super good. Like, um,. I like Volstag in this a lot. I mean, I like whenever he fucking shows up, but um, he had one really good line. Or you know what? I'm thinking of. Uh, I think of another book. I, I'll, I'll get to it later. Um, but a- you're anyway, of I am. Yeah. I am. I yeah. know the line you were talking. I know the line you the, mean. The most. No, no, no. It is. It is in this book. Is it? I wish I had a larger breakfast. Yes. It's his battle. Oh, it's his yeah. battle, battle cry. cry. And I'm like, if there ever was a Dave battle cry, it's that right there. <laughs> I wish I had a larger breakfast. <laughs> He's not wrong. Oh, man. Yeah, I've was, seen yeah. you eat breakfast. That yeah, but that's good. usually like one of the few times. I never eat breakfast. Well, whatever. It, it Third was... supper the night before usually holds him off until that's first right. lunch. Until it's just lunch. Uh, I mean, we're talking a plate. Sausage links you this ha- high. You haven't seen my... Like, th- he ha- took the entire pan of sausage links Listen. and put it on his plate. If Governor Wolf ever lets Lebden come out and play again, and Dutch it, it ever will reopens, never happen. You need to go see him at a breakfast buffet. I literally, literally brought the bacon pan back with me. I never eat really, I rarely eat breakfast. But when he <laughs> yeah. eats breakfast, when I, when I eat breakfast, I make up breakfast. for it. Um, so that's yeah. the thing. Instead of eating three hundred sixty-five breakfasts, he's like four of them and gets, you know, three hundred sixty-five. Which is like a year or two for you of breakfasts. I yeah. I skip breakfast almost every day, so, um, yeah. Um. Anyway, Tear shows up with the uh, like the under yarn staff now or whatever it is, um, and he's he's kind of just leading the uh, the Rockva that's kind of mind controlling everyone and removing all sort of like life signs from them. Now, is this the nothingness that was showing up in Thor that they were fighting against? Or? I don't it's think very so. Very similar, anymore. but it's I don't think so. Um, and basically, uh, you know, it takes over Thor, it takes over Sif, um, and everyone in between, and then Hildegard. Yeah, you know. uh, Jane goes up against Tyr, and he ends up stabbing her with the staff, and she's like, you know. This is my weapon. So as soon as she gets stabbed by, you know, the darkness overtakes her, but then it like shatters like stone or whatever as it realizes that she's the rightful owner. And uh, it was funny when Tyr goes, 
I suppose I should have stabbed you with something else. But she basically takes it back and, you know, captures the darkness in and the wields light its, projected And wields by its the... power, like, to its full extent. And that's when she kind of goes, oh, shit. This is not something anyone should have ever. And um, she almost feels bad for it when she's locking it away again. Mm-hmm. She's like, I, I should never have to see you again, but I almost kind of feel bad. But, you know, see you at the end of everything. Um, and then Loki finds out about it, and, you know, he talks about it. Well, he, he kind of picks Tear up afterwards and holds him hostage. Yeah. He's so. st- but he wants to know what he knows. No, really good. I was, I was, I was kind of hoping it would kind of have something to do with the... Uh, the Black Winter or whatever it's called in Thor, because it was so similar, and it would have been nice because this book's great yeah. to have them kind of cross over a little bit. I mean, of all the characters, they kind of are the easiest ones to cross over, but um, I guess not. So, still really good. Um, I guess this will finish up when. I mean, that's the end of this arc, I guess. But uh, I guess it's going to continue on digital. Yeah, now. I'm really not happy with all this digital stuff. Me neither. But like, I mean, I'd, I'd um, rather wait a little bit and get the the print copies. If it does it was, come, I'll, I'll get it. I mean, it was on my pull list, so. Yeah, I think it's just one of those things. I think it was series that haven't really been selling well. Which is a shame, because, like... We I mean, did okay with that one, actually. Art-wise, this is one of those books alone you could buy the art for, and it was... Well, the, the, one on, the ones I'm really disappointed for are the ones that did end, like... Um, Revenge of Ghost Wastelands. Revenge of Wastelands. Yeah, those were ones we were selling. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't know. Maybe they will put them out. They'll do them on trade, but it'd be nice if there was floppy single issues. Because, again, that's what needs to be in the collections. Yeah, because I'll have to buy the trade now for Cosmic Ghost Rider to get. To get the last. Yeah, but while I haven't read it yet, and there's going to be a lot of people that aren't reading it. They're not going to read digital. Yeah, that, that ended very well. That's a good series. Both of them did. Yeah. And we, you know, we do pretty good with that uh, Cosmic Ghost Rider. We push it pretty well. So, all righty. Uh, is that it for Marvel? Did so, you have another one? Nope, that's all I had for Marvel. All right, we're on to DC. Um, we're going to start off that's with... Black Label. Oh, shoot. That's right. That is, I don't, God damn it, Paul. And I don't have any DC. Sure you do. You have you Death Metal. Death Metal. Oh, I don't want to do death metal. It's your book. Huh? You're the metal guy. But I don't know. I'm not not all on this. You might doze off. Wait, come on. Hold on. You want to you want to play Mr. Can you name every band from all of this stuff here? That's why we are making you review this book. Okay, so this is death metal by Scott. Hallowed be thy name. Snyder. Hallowed by what's the band oh fuck it all anybody else does anybody know the band besides me are we gonna go through the entire list we are no we are not yes they we just, are no just, we are not yes just we are fucking get your flex over with tell us what they are because we don't know there you don't you, know you really we don't know jimmy will you help these poor souls no i'm enjoying sitting back and watching this <laughs> way too much all right, how about Greg Painkiller Capil- Capulu? Painkiller. Really? Should, should we just fucking... Really? Move? Moving on. All right. <laughs> how about Jonathan Motorbreath? Oh, she is. So it opens. Glash it. It opens. Motorbreath. No? Motorbreath. No? How about... Whoa. With Sergeant Rock. You two Rock. should know Fixer. Come on. With Sergeant Rock. Sergeant Rock. 
just talking to the audience. Yes. And it's great. What about Highway when he's Star? Getting ready to, Mr. Nice Guy? When he's getting ready to kick ass, he oh. lifts up the most metal fucking gun Absolutely. you could see. But he's somebody off screen is talking to him saying it's time to go now. Yeah. So, and, and that's the last we see of him until the end of the issue. But. Right. But then we pick up with uh, Diana we... and uh, Swamp Thing. Swamp Thing, yeah. And she is melting down the last of the uh, the invisible jet along with forging a new weapon um, out of the lasso. Which is badass. Yes. Like, I'm sorry. I mean, the whole book is pretty badass. Yeah, that, that, that weapon is just... So the, the glasses you, that okay, Joker so has saw, on is Batwoman, saw, right? We saw solicits for this book for a, a couple of months, several months, where we saw the chainsaw. Yeah. Um, with the with the with the lasso truth ripcord on it. This was not the most badass Wonder Woman weapon this week. No, not even close. But still, very badass. We'll get to that in another book, but. But um, it. So this is this takes place after Justice League. Scott Snyder's run on Justice League ended. It seems like a good bit of time has passed. Yeah, this seems like several. Maybe a decade at least yeah. has passed. What we find out is he's not talking to, pro- like, I'm going to call them Prime Universe versions of these people. These are from like the, the dark multiverse. From from different. Uh, Batman Earths. who laughs has basically taken right. over. And I think what what did they say? There's only eight left. Eight of, of the, the fifty two in the regular multiverse because Perpetua was destroyed. Right. Other forty four. But. Bat- the Batman who laughs has figured out tech to open up the dark dark multiverse to her. So he has like Tyrannosaurus Rex Batman, he right? Has Mage Batman. He has Cthulhu Batman. And he I'm has... sorry, my favorite character in this book is the T Rex Batman. It is. It he took, is such a. It fucking... honestly took me like a, f- a few minutes to realize that's supposed to be another version of Batman, right? Um, but once they start, you know, making fun of his arms and Cthul- stuff, uh, Batulu or it was just. Uh... Bathomet mm-hmm. is his yeah. name, even though it's not it's not a version of Baphomet, it's a version of Cthulhu, but either way, a bunch of Batman versions, you know, uh, the real Batman shows up at one point, and... Um, yeah, because this, he's not, he's making he's, it that he's not he's, around, he but he is. He has the Black Lantern ring, yeah. and he raises the dead bats from the ground because they're on that battleground where the because there's uh the so they talk were. about the there's a they whole the history story yeah. yeah right but jonah hex is in with them i think sense. he's yeah i don't know if he's a zombie or if he's know. just there or if he's just jonah hex yeah, right. it's, yeah. Hard it's hard to, to say because he even says you know it's 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 nice to fight in a group of people where i'm the prettiest one or right something but like where, that. where 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 like was the last time we actually seen jonah hex the looney tunes uh team ups wasn't it yeah but yeah. those the only one of those that's canon is the Porky Pig one, I think. Yeah. Um, so. Listen, we almost read one of those. My, my pick for uh, single issue when it was still like, oh. Was Elmer, Elmer, was Elmer Fudd, Fudd, Fudd Batman. Batman. Yeah. Batman. Yeah. But that's Tom Honestly, King. that's one yeah. I was considering as well. But um, but we kind of changed the rules up for that. More on that later. Uh, yeah, so that ends um, kind of the first story. Um, and then we get a little a real bit of, brief intermission on the planet made of living bone where Lobo finds something. Lobo finds. Yeah. Who knows what it is, but um, I'm all for more Lobo. Oh, absolutely. Uh, there's a hooded figure that's been kind of following them around the first story that's revealed to be. Well, he was, well that's the prisoner they brought the prisoner, into. Yeah. And Diana knows who it was. 
And she goes down, and she's like, I-, I thought it, when he first did it, I thought it was the actual Bruce, is right. what I was thinking. And uh, then when, like from, uh, from last our night? Universe, no, from our universe. Oh, okay. But then he showed up in the story, so I'm like, well, who the fuck could it be? Well, it's Wally West. Yeah. Seemed a little shoehorned in. A little bit, little and bit. then it gets into some weird shit. Yeah. Where it's like, there's crisis energy, and we need to make anti-crisis energy, because the crisis energy is what Perpetua's using, and it's like, what? There was this guy named Dr. Manhattan, and... Yeah. It's wrapping up all the shit. But... But all the so, so is this gonna turn? Is this gonna turn into a gets, crisis book that they're gonna? DC is gonna we're streamline not, everything we're not again. Even at the big part yet. We Batman last realized that she's she's melted down the the, the, the fighter jet or whatever, yeah. and she's like, yeah, well, I'm wearing it right now, and it's under you know underneath the armor is this, and she pulls out the chainsaw and kills him. Well, so the Batman laughs. Is dead. I think the best part about that is she's like, I know what you're gonna do with it. You're gonna ha- make forge it into a shield to hide behind. And she's like, No, that's where you're wrong. She goes, That's what Bruce would do. You know Bruce. You don't know me. And she goes, I turned it into. And then he realizes too late that a sword. Yeah. And but it's I'm, not a sword. <laughs> it's a chainsaw. It's chainsaw. A chainsaw. So she kills him. And then uh, the bat, the bat, the mage Batman retreats. And is like, is like, look, we need to prepare the final Bruce Wayne. And they hit a button that has the Watchmen button badge on it. And Dr. Manhattan looking guy comes out of it. So are they going to take a Dr. Manhattan Bruce Wayne? Yes, that's what it seems like. And then the regular Batman, the the real Batman, goes and, and retrieves Sergeant Rock, who <laughs> apparently is only an upper torso. Right. Dude, I don't know what the fuck is going on in this book, honestly. But it was great. I love this I, book. I'm looking forward to the this rest was, of it. This was almost my pick of the week because it was so. It we didn't get back. We didn't get Superman on it in it yet, and on the cover yeah. of this issue, he has like a doomsday arm or something. Well, like that. they show a brief hologram of him. That's okay. the anti-life. Right. Um, whoever was there with Mister Miracle didn't. When did Batman get that scythe? Didn't he get that scythe in? Uh... Last night on Earth or something like that? No. No, that was one of the metal books. Okay. It might have been one of the it might have been one of the forges or I don't know. There's like fifty. I don't know. I don't know books. what ha- like there's so many fucking loose ends that need to be tied up in this and it's typical what Scott, this seems Scott like, Snyder stuff. But this seems like I could see where the premise was, but it seems like DC went, listen, we had a lot of shit kinda go off the rails. We need to wrap all this up. This is the perfect place for it because you know, obviously, at the end of this, they're going to fix the universe because this is all that's left of the universe. This is this isn't a Elseworlds. This is DC Universe. This is what and, is left of it. Yeah, and that's what they're, they're they're trying to get. One universe is yeah. what their goal is. Well, what they also explain is at the end of his Justice League run, it, when they approach that door that's like all blue, it was actually Wally West reaching out for them as well. So that's kind of how they got to this weird future, I guess. But. I don't know. The way they made Wally West seem at the end of that flash-forward run, he should have the power to fucking do whatever the fuck he wants. It it shouldn't even be a contest at this point, even even involving Perpetua, but yeah. I guess it's the way it is. But it's, so. it seems like he, do, he has the power capability, but he kind of doesn't have the ability to harness it. Like, it kind of seems like... He even says how it kind of wore him down. Well, didn't it also end with him... 
kind of forgetting who, who Wally was. West was yeah. a little bit. So it's kind of strange that he now just he's just Wally West again, and he's just kind of like I don't know what to do. But which again, that could all be explained in the free, later on, yeah, the free comic summer book. Right. True. Yeah. Yeah. So, hi, I'm Dave. Hi, Dave. Hi, Dave. From one book dealing with Wally West to a second. Uh, this will be the digital release, deceased. Uh, hope hope at, at the end of the world. Hope at world's, world's end. end. Whatever. Number three. I'll butcher that every time, just so you know. Number three, yes. What, what I really like, these are quick reads. These yes, they are. comic. I mean, they have the same number They're of packed pages. with stuff, though. So in this one, we find out what Wally's doing during all this, and he realizes he's the fastest one. He need, he, And he, he slowly, re, he's trying to save Keystone City, and he goes around to, he gets the speeds together. I think it's Jesse Quick, uh, Impulse. Max, Max Mercury and Impulse. Max Mercury. And he's and, like, we need to, we need to, um... Uh, get as many people to this other earth. To another earth. Right. Yes, refugees well, to another we earth. need to slow, slow the spread. And he has them running around smashing and trying to slow the spread while he goes to check out all these other cities. Realizes there's no other safe place and we need to open up. But the only way to do that is to use the tandem cosmic treadmill. Treadmill. And him and Impulse are the fastest ones. So they're running on it and Jesse Quick and Max Mercury are tasked with getting all these people to this other earth and back again. Um... And then when they finally get the last person, uh, I think Impulse trips at one point. Or collapses at the end of it. And he ends up flying through the wall because he's running so fast and the tre- treadmill just f- throws him backwards. Max goes out to rescue him, and when he rescues him, he gets scratched. Right. So when they all get to the second Earth, they have to put him down. Well, that's what he wants them to do. Yeah, he wants them to kill him, and Wally's and like, I'm Wally, not going to kill Wally's you. Wally's like, there's another way, and... He, when Wally, because when Impulse falls off the treadmill, Wally has to carry the entire weight of running. On and the he's running so fast that he sees the speed force. He's like, like, "Hey, man, we're gonna pull you in here because yeah, we've like, done it before." And he's like, "Shit!" So I, I need to get everyone over there. He gets everyone over, and he's like, "All right, I know how we can save Max does, Mercury does without this, killing him." This just seems like a bad idea, though, because it's just—it's gonna affect the speed force. Yes, that is exactly yes, that's what, what I was up. thinking. This is a, this is a Barry Allen move, not a Wally West it move. It this is. is something Barry Allen would do and just fuck shit up more. So well, Barry Allen already fucked up Superman in this. So true, uh, but yeah, he basically runs with—he basically runs with Max Mercury so that Ma- and then lends his speed to Max Mercury so that he gets grabbed by the speed force and basically dissolves into it. So he kills him without murdering him, I guess. Well, and and the explanation way of, of the, the 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 anti-life equation is that he's now moving faster than the pain can catch up to him. He doesn't have a body anymore right. to be even infected. So, yeah, it, it definitely seems like a real easy way for them to be like, "Oop, the speed force is infected now." But um, I, I don't know that it's going to happen. Which, uh, it was what a, wasn't. Wasn't Wally West tied up in that uh, the the Speed Force Twister in the actual DC? No, that was in um the the uh, last last night, night on Earth. Earth. Okay, that was the one where they saw a tornado made of Barry Allen, Wally West, and Jake right. But it was nice to see some of the Flash family for once. We haven't seen Max Mercury Impulse in years. Yeah, so just seeing them was nice. Um, it's pretty good. I, it, was, it was a weird jump from, I think the last issue was uh, uh, Black Adam, who yes. just got infected. I think I jumped the gun with really... that. Sorry about that. I think I jumped over some uh, Yeah, that was. DC. I'm pretty sure that was Black Label. But, uh, that was Black, it was Black Label. Label from One Flash to Another, uh, Flash Annual number three. It was a good segment. Uh, Flash versus 
the uh, Suicide that Squad. This was great. This was amazing. Oh, man. So it's a story that's being told from the perspective of Captain Boomerang. So there's a lot of embellishment. That's um, that's a good annual trope to use. Yeah. Pretty much uh, the Suicide Squad kind of flee to uh, Central City. And, of course, Flash finds them right away. And the whole time it's Captain Boomerang talking, it's like... Oh, they've always said that Flash was some type of, you know, scientist or cop or something like that. I think he just runs around until he finds something. But, but Flash is like, hey, look, I understand what you guys are put through. I am not Batman, so I'm going to help you guys get away from whoever's hunting you down. Like, I know you guys are villains, but you guys are doing things for this Task Force X bullshit. I want to help you out. So... He helps them. They need to get back to this invisible jet that will that's untraceable that they can get away from, you know, whoever's tracking them. On the way there, they're being hunted by Deathstroke. And Deathstroke basically kicks everyone's ass. This has a lot of 80s campiness to it. Oh, yeah. Well, it's it's again, it's also from the perspective of Captain Boomerang's yeah. story. So we kind of get, like, his version and then, like, bits of the truth a little bit. Um there's a part where Deathstroke decapitates with the Flash, but he's only made to think that so that, you know, everyone else can kind of make a run for the jet, and then Captain Boomerang goes toe-to-toe with Deathstroke. And the way he tells the story is that he ends up taking him out with one punch, but in reality he gets the shit kicked out he's of him. He's basically getting pummeled into the ground when reinforcements show up. Um, but it was good and, and and Flash ends up rescuing Captain Boomerang at the and end and taking him back to takes Australia takes him all the way back to Australia and he's like look man I know that you're trying to turn over a new leaf I'm going to take you back to your beginnings so you can you can start fresh again and he's like I know you won't you know become a villain again you're going to you're going to be a good guy from now on and as soon as Flash leaves he gets a he phone gets a, call he gets a text message from uh from Captain Cold like hey man heard what you did with the suicide squad that's a very rogue thing to do are you in and he's like I'm back, so he just right back on his bullshit. But this was this was my pick of the week because of how perfectly written the the, the Captain Boomerang was. And I didn't know what your pick of the week. I had it between this and Wonder Woman Dead Earth because it's like, well, Dead Earth is Wonder Woman just being just fully badass. I'm like, this is a really good Flash story. So I didn't know what your pick of the week was gonna be. Uh, from one annual to another, Nightwing Annual Number Three. Mm-hmm. Um. This story takes place a year before all the stuff we're dealing with now, um, and it's a when the Red Condor first has a run-in with Nightwing, uh, he's poisoned, and they kind of try to recruit Nightwing into the Condors. Uh, he turns them down, but then when they see him as Talon, um, they realize that, hey, he's fighting exactly like Nightwing did. And they realize that, hey, something's going on here. So I think they're going to play into maybe him getting his right memories back. Um, but no, it was a really good story. Uh, nothing of consequence for stories going forward. It was definitely uh, not the best annual, but it was still an enjoyable read. It was a fun story. Okay. Oh, that was all one story, not a few? Nope, all one story. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, that's good. Are we on the black label? We are on the black label. All right. Strange Adventures, number two. We've been waiting for this one for quite some time. Um, I have a problem with this. We... I have a big problem with this. Okay. The math equation. 
There's, wasn't right. There's multiple different answers for. Don't get me wrong. Six well, is, was is was the, the answer easy, correct? Is the easiest answer to come to, but because there's multiple variables, there it could have been a numerous number. So of answers. we we get we go back and forth a little bit with uh, Strange's book of him being on the planet. I guess we're getting little um, tidbits. What tidbits of what actually happened? Um, which I think when we get to the end of this. I think we're going to refer back to this issue where it's like, oh shit, this is where this is where it happened, mm-hmm. um, and uh, we pretty much get Mister Terrific's story on how he shows up. Yeah, and the end of the first issue. This also kind of character builds Mister Terrific. This well. character yeah. build, he builds Mister Meticulous Tr- with maintaining. You know his who he reminded me of? That guy in that Mark Miller one. Prowess. Prodigy, where he's per- yeah. prodigy. prodigy, where he's he's like perfect yeah, all the time, except that is for Mr. Terrific. Yeah, like times a million. Like Mr. Terrific is one of the coolest fucking characters in the DC universe. So he's constantly being asked questions by that little the T uh, Spears. Yeah, so I, I guess so. He, again, canonically, he's the third smartest, and I think number one and two is Lex and Bruce. Okay, over Mr. Terrific, Bruce. Definitely, really? Yes. And he yes. says it in there. He's like, the reason you have the edge over me is because I wasn't born a fucking billionaire like you and Lex. Or I don't think Lex was. Or I guess he was. Yeah. Um, he wasn't. He he basically built himself up from nothing, and that's why canonically, air quotes, he's the third smartest. But because like, well, but is that, even even is, is when that, he's who, sleeping, he's getting fucking questions asked as soon as he's conscious. But, but I think the thing is, is that canon now? Because that all came from the, uh, um. Watchmen. Oh, from uh, Doomsday, Doomsday Clock. Clock. Yeah. That's where that came from. What, this third smartest thing? Yes. No, that's even before that. That was in New 52, because um, I have that trade, which left on a huge fucking cliffhanger that I'm pissed about. But um, <laughs> even before that, I think that was that, that that was like his thing. Like, he was the third smartest. He was never first or second, even though he absolutely could qualify as the smartest. But... Um, but regardless, I mean. But we go through, and uh, so this is pretty much Mr. Terrific's story on how he gets in. He even talks uh, to he Batman. He does not miss even the most minute of details. No, so. not at all. And um, uh, that's why I think all of this is really great. And then when he talks to Batman well, what I like at is the end. He finally decides to take the job. Is because he goes, hey, you know, he says his daughter's dead, but that's a lie. And he's like, he asks. The so I doubt like, that's his only lie. I'm, and then what he, makes I, him switch that is he goes, ask me a question. I don't know the, the answer, answer to. to. And the only question that is, is, is what, what was the, the sex, sex of, of the babe of baby uh, was. Yeah, that, yeah, the one that was killed. And then that's when he tells Batman, I'm taking the case. And then we get to pretty much. The unfortunate, the last page of the first issue. <laughs> of the first issue, kind of again. So, uh, I think it was your theory that the wife wasn't alive. I think that's kind of been dispelled. Yeah, because, yeah. because they talk about the wife explicitly, and it's not just with uh, him in the room. So, um, there's definitely some. Is it really his wife? Who knows? Right. Uh, but there's definitely. Well, I look back and I'm like, on. Uh, I don't know show- if that's her. I was going to say that she shows up on the last page that I had next to him, right? Yeah, but she showed up for interviews and stuff. But kind of Paul's right. thought was, is that all in his head? Yeah. And this is now, you know, uh, Mr. Terrific talking to people. And they're right. like, oh, well, we really like his wife. So, uh, but it's definitely going to go around something with his child. This was 
excellent. The art, I love the art. Art. Oh, um, the art was fantastic. Between uh, and the shift between it, between Shaner's art and uh, Mitch's art. I mean, they they laid this I, out perfectly. But it, it, it was such a contrast, but it meshed. Yeah, yeah. It it wasn't jarring. Like sometimes when they go back and forth, like it's you go to one page and next it's a jarring change. Um, they're both clean enough that it works very well. Yeah, um, yeah, but the style this. The, the stylistic differences between the two make, a make big it big well difference. it actually it helps yeah oh, with absolutely. the storytelling absolutely. and it and it and it completely works um i think i'm gonna still keep this as my pick of the week this this was really fucking good i read it twice this uh, honestly i walked in here not knowing what my pick of the week was it was between this and wonder woman dead earth this is absolutely my pick of the week. Um, yeah, I mean, I, this uh, is this the, is the first, and thing. I think because the stuff with Mister Terrific, all that dialogue and everything going on, just just the pacing of it. Yeah, that was that was. Gold. And not only that, if you don't really have a background on Mister Terrific, or you, you only, got it, this is all you or need. or all if you, you only know of him through and the uh, TV series, this gives you the comic version of him in a nutshell. The TV and, series is is a pale comparison to the comic book version. I mean, it's very early on in his yeah. kind of career. And but. again, much like with um, uh, Mr. Miracle and this, it's like, well, I don't really know anything about the character. You don't need to read this story. And that's that's what we're kind of getting here with this again, which is great. I love the B cover, by the way. The kind of old school. That's uh, so why I picked. I picked the B cover. I, I, yeah. I mean, I get both of them. Yeah. Um, but the B cover is definitely. I. I it was like, it, what what I love about the A and B cover, it's the same, but it's with both artists' versions mm-hmm. of it. Yeah. And which is awesome. And they, I think they did that. They did that in the first one well, they're too. They're doing that throughout. Right. That yeah. is amazing. And uh, but yeah, this this Evan Schreiner one, or Shaner one is really really oh, fucking, absolutely really good. Uh, Daphne Byrne, number five of six, I believe. Yes. Um, finally picked up. We got some action. Uh, the, the old guy that she was going to for help to try and, you know, convince her mother that this, this psychic she was seeing was Charlton. Um, he tries to molest her. She kills him. Uh, she, she drowns the, uh, Spirit of the boy she's been seeing. Now they're wrapped up into one. And we find out that the uh, man and and the psychic that are trying to uh, manipulate her mother aren't after any kind of money or anything. They're occultists that are looking for a sacrifice. So, and we find out that her nanny is part of the cult. So, it picked up a little bit. Still... Probably the weakest of the Hill House, but I'm enjoying the read. Yeah, so. I would agree with that. Yeah. Wonder Woman, Dead Earth, number three. Oh, this was th- this made this made it. A okay, so so my uh, <laughs> I started reading this and went, wait, I thought I knew where we left off, and I'm like, 
I don't remember where the last issue left off because it's been a while. Last issue left off with them, the the humans at the lighthouse, which is what I thought. Her and she and then she off, and then she and leaves. The Mysterians we found out were turned into these kaiju into the yeah. Hydras. Yeah. And I thought that's where it was, which is what where that it is what happened. But I was like, wait a minute, I thought that happened in the first issue, and I thought I missed something. Well, that was the end of the last issue. Yeah. yeah. And, and this one, the end of the last issue, she was like, I need to go see where Superman is. And we get a brief story oh, of what happens to Barbara in at the beginning right, right. Then we, we get we get that when we get fortress. back i think when we get to the part where uh she goes to see superman at the fortress of solitude Ooh, yeah. and then you get when, when you the get the oh, and the uh and and the robot superman is like uh you don't it, remember what, what happened you don't remember going super and Saiyan? then he tells her and she's and like, we get that story you killed him i'm like Oh my God! Wait, wait, when I seen his, this chest. is this is a hundred percent my runner up for pick of the, the week. Again, chest. this oh almost is a tie it's, just because of that part there. It's a coin flip. I mean, we said it through the we said it in the first one of this of you can't really point to a quintessential Wonder Woman story. This and is we it. said after the first one, this might be it. I think this absolutely is it. Uh, I I tell anyone that... This particular issue should have been named Wonder Woman Unleashed because we got to see... Oh, absolutely. uh, We get to see the upper bounds of her power and what they are. And it's what Josh has said on this podcast. And as much as I hate to admit Josh being right, he kind of Yeah, well, because um, when she's supposed to stop all the missiles at the humans... Well, the humans um, launched the missiles unexpectedly, even to Superman, and they right. all pointed at Themyscira, except for one. Well, one, go- a few, one goes to like Smallville. No, what he said was, but they targeted Amazonians all over the world, and one was heading for Smallville. So there's an Amazonian. Okay, in so she's on Themyscira, and they're like, "Look, we can't fucking fight all these off." And and Apollo's like, "Look, I know you can do this." And she flies up, and there's fucking. Well, she of them. she she takes off her bracelets. Takes off the bracelets so that she, she can unleashes her she full just power, does full anime, and just fucking flies through all these things, and just blows them up. One gets through. It blows up Themyscira. Uh, Superman shows up shortly thereafter, and is like, "Look, there was one heading through towards Smallville. I needed to, to help my family." And she's like, she's "She done. lost her shit. She's fucking done. She fucking loses it. She gets so pissed." She fucking and, super slaps him. And don't get me wrong. Superman is holding his own until they get to the Fortress of Solitude. Yeah. Um, and she grabs well, the kryptonite crystal. He's not exactly holding well, his own. I mean, she it's, is pretty it's much what you would mopping expect. the floor up with him. Yeah, but, but he's, he's, he's surviving it. Right. Yeah. Like, but he, then, then she, it off. she finally has enough of it. And but when she, she grabs her hands she, down with like kryptonite, kryptonite dust, dust yeah. and yeah. just punches, punches him, him through, through the, the chest. chest. He, that's it. He's dead. So I finished up, and I'm like, "That was a really good book." And it just keeps going after that. Yeah. yeah. And then, and then they're back in the in the fortress, you know, present time, and uh, the robot Superman. She's like, "Hey, who who turned you on?" And then she, he's like, "Oh, an old friend did." And we get a, a brief panel of old, old man, Batman, Batman turning flipping the switch on this thing. But um. The humans show up to the Fortress of Solitude. One of them has the the lasso and is like, look, tell me the truth. Like, do you give a shit about us or not? And she's like, I tried my best. I I wanted to save everyone, but 
you know, even gods are broken inside and all this stuff. I, I make mistakes. Um, and they're, they're basically ready to kick some ass. And she's like, Superman, Clark, you're not, you're, you're not going to go to waste. She tears out his fucking skull and spine and like puts the lasso through it so that she has a lasso of truth that is made out of Superman's fucking skull and spine, which what the fuck is that? <laughs> but that is sure. the best Wonder Woman weapon ever. Crazy. <laughs> that alone damn near made this my pick of the week. That was that was almost the thing that put it over. Oh my god, it was that was that I don't was even know phenomenal. how that makes sense, but uh sure. Unfortunately, the last one of these doesn't come out until October. Yep. October. And I think a lot of that has to do with is uh Daniel Warren Johnson is getting a ton of Marvel covers coming because up. they listened to this very podcast uh, where we said, said if you were smart up. DC, which they're not obviously, you would lock him down and give him a lot of work. But everything about this book was beautiful. Yeah, this is my pick of the week. I have two picks of the I week. I can't argue with Fuck you. Fuck you. It's, it's episode 100. You, know if we're doing you can make a tie. I, I, if we're doing this two is picks of the week. <laughs> this is my second. That's my second pick of the week. This Wait, is, that's a universal pick of the week? It is. It is a that's the third book ever to be a universal pick of the week. Now, it doesn't help that we had two, but and I, I, I spent both of mine, but that's okay, because I could spend a couple more. There were a lot of good books Absolutely. this week. We didn't even start on Independence, no. and most of those were phenomenal oh this week. Oh, my God. And we're not even done with Black Label. We're not even done with Black Label. The question, the, the Death of Vic Sage, uh, issue three. This, on this, was, this was fucking great. The question. I, I this really is a perfect. Oh, my God. This is such yeah, a like noir delight. I think it's four. Okay. Um, but but I've, I've never been like because it definitely question. didn't like, end here. Yes, my, four. I think it's I've never four. Been the question yeah. because you know who recommends question me all the time? Joe. Yes. No, uh, this is this is this is this is fucking great. But you know who writes this? Lemire, your boy, Jeff Lemire. Right. Come on. I thought you, you were a you Lemire know who guy. Else wrote some pretty fucking like substantial question books. Um, Go ahead. Wait. Come on. We oh, just fuck. did a big eulogy on him. Yeah. Uh, Denny O'Neill. Yes. Yes. Yeah. That, he's, that was it. That was he, his character. He's probably the quintessential. Yeah. Question. Yeah. And awesome. and also on those was the same. Dennis Denny's uh, Cohen uh, did the art when Denny O'Neill was um, writing the question. So. So we get a new uh, we get a new Vic Sage. This one uh, is a private eye. Yeah. And and this was this had such a noir detective, the whole thing because he's, he's it going has, through. It even he has, has the, the, the monologues and yeah. the dream sequences that is like even a, the art style in here. Oh, well, no, it's the same. Like, well, yeah, but that's that's how that's yeah. how he was in the original versions of this too. Yeah, but he he's having this dream and he's well, kind of you know you know it. why it looks the way it does is because Sakevich Bill Sakevich is doing the uh, inks. Okay. Yeah, but. He's having these dreams, and it's you know the man, the man with no face, the man with a thousand faces, mm -hmm. redhead, and you know he's starting to figure some stuff yeah, out. Yeah, he's writing all that stuff he, down he, as clues. He's yeah. starting to see the bleed through of these different lives, and when he finally figures out what's going on, it's right as the redhead that hires him to find her brother betrays him, only to reveal himself. Yep, she stabs him, and uh, as dies. He's kind of reincarnated. He's like, oh, I need to save. And he's in the Old West mm -hmm. where uh, our previous. That was the last issue, right? Or was the La last issue was yeah. the West. Yeah. yeah. 
So, yeah, but he run, he he runs because uh, he hits the uh, the old guy. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. This, this was great. This was great. I mean, this is a this is a this is a really this is a really good read, and I I think when they're all done, is this will be uh, a great you know reread through of the whole thing. Well, altogether. I think yeah. I think that what a lot of these uh, black label books are going to be. It, I mean, I know they start out with a lot of Batman, Joker, Harley stuff. But these other ones are going to be like the good ones. <laughs> these are well. There's a lot of good Joker Harley ones as Have well. We talk about what characters we'd like to see uh, black labeled. I mean, I'm sure we've mentioned it before, but Lobo. Oh, Lobo's well, Lobo's made. easy. Lobo's yeah. perfect for it. Well, yeah, Lobo. Um, Lobo. No, actually, a black label one that would be good would be Shazam, Captain Marvel. Yeah. I mean, you want to? No, yeah. The big cheese. Getting a black label book? Yes. I don't know. Come on. I don't know. Give I, it, I, give I, it, give it to, give it to Daniel Warren Johnson. Yeah. <laughs> I, I've always, I've always wanted that book where it's him at a little older, more mature age being Shazam. That, yeah. Somebody like you know, like, you know, Dave's age, pissed off like Dave. You know, Dave is Shazam. I think. Uh, and when he goes Shazam and turns he, back into his human form, it looks exactly like me. I think. Uh, like, like, book. Could, like, could you imagine? I'm like, totally reading that book. <laughs> struggling with a jar of pickles and just like, Shazam! Wow! Shazam! Ooh, pickles. Uh, you, you telling me you're not reading that? I would read that book, yes, but <laughs> walk, I would never. Dave exist. walking up a hill. Shazam! Shazam! <laughs> <sighs> Um, I think a, an Etrigan book would be you know, good. Stair, or any, stair, I mean, any of the characters from Justice League. Well, all that. You, you get into Swamp good. Thing. You get into, yeah. Um, I, I think a, and I mean, we're kind of getting it Condiment with. Condiment King? Kite Man. Kite Man. Kite Man Hell would yeah. be too depressing for me to read. It's like, like, we're kind, we're kind of getting it with uh, Constantine now, but yeah. like a dedicated, like large treasury sized. Zatanna book? Zatanna would be a great I mean, one. Again, I'm, again, any black, any what, what about uh, just a, like dark. But hear me out here. The demon. I just said he that. said that. Yeah. Oh, did you? Yeah. Atrigan, yeah. yeah. In, in Trigon. Yeah. He said that. Okay. He fucking said it, Paul. I said it. He said it. I said in case it, you didn't know, Dave, he, he said, said it, it already. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Fine. Are we done? I want a black label Jonah Hex. Fuck you guys. Now, I would love that. I'd read the shit out Hell of Hell yes. Place. We had a verdict. Oh, uh, perfect. I get, I'll give you a more per the unknown soldier written Sergeant, by Sergeant Rock, Sergeant Rock. sure written by Garth Ennis or Enos ouch <laughs> Jason Todd oh there you go written by Tom King <laughs> look at Joss's face <laughs> A hundred issue maxi series written by Tom King <laughs> or Jason Todd. Drawn by Tom King. Seven nine seven ninety nine. No, it has to be drawn by someone that you can't resist. Like no, no. The the like the, Francis Manipal does the art yeah. on. Like, oh I, I yeah. I see Manipal doing a Jason Todd black label book. Why not? His his art inspires hope. You know what? Dave will pay him fifty bucks a page. He'll do it for a hundred page. <laughs> No, well, well, no, hundred no. issues. Listen, no, 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 not a hundred no. page. No. Hundred issues. No, they're going to be three page issues. Yeah, so he's going to pack a yeah. lot of action. Into yeah, it. look at me. A hundred issues. Look at me. Look at this size of me. I can cook. I will trade food for him to do the art on that. 
<laughs> just because you'd have to pick up everyone. And about halfway through, get tired of Tom King and bitch and moan for the next half. Halfway through, that's that's generous of, of how long I Are we done last. on DC? I don't have any more DC left. I don't I'm have done. any DC left. Fantastic. We are on to independence. And you know what, Jimmy? I see it on the top of your pile. Let's talk about a man our new friends. Number one <laughs> by image. No, wait. You need to introduce this right. Argumentum. Not only that. We got a pirate story, but it's under the Top Cow imprint. So, Moo? Moo. Moo Arg. Moo Arg? Marg! Moo Arg? Moo Arg? What the fuck? Oh, my God. He's had too much pulled pork. He's he's getting too many fumes off of our beers. Yeah, yeah, that too. If you could do Dave the Smokehouse Matters or... (laughs) <laughs> whatever the fuck that was Dave Marg matters. that was good Marg is perfectly appropriate for this book this was great I for a number one and a pirate story did not have high expectations no but good lord did it, it was a top cow book no I have, uh, I well have, yeah that too but I have one complaint about this book the main characters Captain John or whatever his name is and Calico Jack uh, Calico Jack and the woman are way too attractive for pirates. Way too attractive. Agreed, but come other on. Than, other than really? that, all the other pirates Listen. look like fucking pirates, all right? Like, and what did you expect? Come on, y- your main characters are going to be pretty boys. They if you have a pirate chick, look, you're not man. gonna you're not gonna have somebody with one tooth and an eye for a pirate chick. You're gonna have a smoking hot redhead. I suppose. No, I think you, a, pirate, go, a pirate chick, I think we're going to have you with tits. Oh, wait, sorry. Dave would be a great pirate. <laughs> exactly. Have you ever seen the picture? I'll show you the picture oh, later. I don't even know what you're talking about. I don't want I to. I dressed up as a pirate for Halloween one night. Right. But he was a certain kind of pirate. <laughs> it wasn't that kind of pirate. He had a bikini on. Pizza pirate. No, that's your Topless. I want is Daisy Duke. Were you downloading videos illegally? I'm so I'm sorry for our five listeners that just made a <laughs> mental image of that of Dave and Daisy Dukes. <laughs> Believe it or not, I look like Tony Little from the back. This was a good establishment. I don't believe it. No. Oh, Jimmy's did, getting up. Damn this it! Did a, a great job establishing the characters. It did. Calico Jack is the is the. Ooh. The 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 handsome. You're fucking gonna have to edit that out. Listen, you hit your mic. Captain. You, you, you know why I had low expectations for this? I really expected the Pirates of the Caribbean story. And that's kind of not what we got. Are you sure? Yeah. I think that would, that's what makes it good is because it was a kind of a Pirates of the nah, Caribbean. Nah. I can't get through any of those movies. Not at all. Really? Either. Oh, God, no. I think they're, they're fucking good. horrible. I can't get through them. Uh, I mean... The latest ones, sure, but like the first, I, the two? first one, no, I couldn't get the through one the first with one. Davy Jones, I, I couldn't get through it. I couldn't get through it. Anyway, they, well, they well, you know, he spent, a... he's, you know, Johnny uh, Depp's character spent five now six movies trying to get the answer of me. Why is the rum always gone? Oh, it's me. He's the I did it. So it starts off. Yeah, with them. usually I've it seen it happen. With, uh, so is Derek. That's his favorite magic trick. It starts off with our main characters 
raiding a British ship, stealing their goods. Um, they get away. So being the, pirates. The pirates want to do a mutiny, and then it's quickly quelled by... I really didn't think we needed to give a synopsis after that. The, the redhead. But uh, there's a stowaway that's from the British ship that is this young, like, it wouldn't be Noble an episode without Josh just plowing yeah, through right. his reports. They throw him in the brig. Because yeah. we got so what you're saying is, this is a bunch step. of pirates doing pirate, pirate things. things. Yeah. Okay. This was a good read, but it wasn't remarkable in any way, in my opinion. So I'll read Dave this loves it. For sure. I, I thought it was great. I'm adding it to my pull list. I'll have to catch you, you better. It's not a bad book. Add it, add it, put it on pull box. It's not a bad book. Um, if I can find it. Okay. So, Jimmy. AWA, our friends over, our new friends over there, because the res- their line, their lineup has been f- fucking great. The resistance, the two out number of six. two. And if you two didn't read the first issue, did you? No, I did not. You should. It's gonna fuck you up. And not- it, 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 it's gonna fucking jar the shit out of you, because it came out right before the shit hit with us, and it was that. fucking spot on. Times well, ten. Well, it's what it's what a real pandemic is, not what politicians want to call a pandemic anymore. It was fucking amazing. Now we're getting into what happened afterwards. And not only that, this is building a universe. Yes. So this this does have a lot of rising stars kind of well, vibe this, this to kind it, of but it's vo- it. I still like it. This gave me a vibe as well of... I like uh, this a lot. This, that, this was a really good issue. That image book that we had started on, that 20XX, where yeah. those that have survived this... <laughs> that came this, out this week. <laughs> those that have survived this uh, pandemic are showing super... Some of them human. are showing things, but then we find out there's different types. There's, they yeah, find there, out different types. They're broken up into three and, groups. And at there's, the end, we find out there's a type that when, that they stay dormant until they pretty much to, flip the flip the switch and but they're called moss yes and evidently that's going to be another series yep pretty which much i haven't seen anything on once, yet but i want on, to yeah once they flip on their power they have a life expectancy of six months yeah and and evidently we have some moss at the end of this that yep. are doing some stuff and we find out what the resistance actually is it's kind of the justice league kind of, of this. yeah these are the because they're they're the ones that are sort of the here that are using their powers for good mm-hmm. And then, you know, you have the U.N. talking about it and it's like they're looking at Russia. It's like, listen, we can't just like imprison these people. And it's like, well, don't look at us. And then the the, U.S., what are you doing? They're like, well, we do have laws on the book that we technically could quarantine them and test them for this. But what if they're what if they are moss? What if they don't know they had this power and we're the ones that show them this? And then now they know that they only have six months to live. Uh, but they predict that um, about half of the people that survived uh, do ha- do gain the power. So they think there could be a- upwards of 10 million people that are now super powered. I want to say one of the great things about this issue, and this is what I, that, is the, I think is this the, is what is, I... Is the Mike Diodato art? Well, there was that. But, well, yes, because we get in the first half of this, there's a lot. It is, it is fucking dense as shit and it is great straczynski writing oh absolutely throughout but then we get to the point when we start we find out about the 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 survivors that have the 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 thing and we get to our probably our first showing of the resistance and those action scenes that are completely wordless 
are, are um, they're fucking amazing and and they just get your got in the way oh my god they get it is it it's it's fantastic and this this is a great book and if this this isn't on your pull list it needs to be because it's it's fantastic so on to another awa book uh hotel hotel l or hotel Hotel. it's hotel um, number two. So, so we get. So I got caught up on the first issue, and I read the first, the first issue. I liked the first issue we a lot. Reviewed the ver- first issue. I liked and it. And we were kind of. And we, we get liked this, it, but we, we we didn't know where it was going. Well, because this, it's this, kind of this is kind of an anthology. Yes. Except for the one twist is one of the things that happened. I, I was like, when I started reading this, I was like, well, shit, I didn't need to read the first issue to read this because it's an anthology. You kind of don't. But you do, do because the character that we get introduced to just for a couple panels, this is his story. Right. He's in the other room, the room right. beside our first the girl, creep, the creepy neighbor. So is he going to be kind of the uh, connecting thread? No, 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 no. I no, think the hotel, no, is, I think the hotel is the connecting thread because he doesn't so, make it through this. So issue. what happened oh, okay. in the first one, guys like, oh, hey, I saw you moved into the 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 the. Uh, uh, room number one and she goes well i'm single and 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 you're single and maybe we should get out and then the door opens and, and it's his, his wife, wife and she's like and oh, the other busted. yeah the other girl goes uh, the woman goes well you're busted and then he's got this look of horror on his face we don't and that's all the, we see in the first issue right we get the entire story in here what's happened he this. fucking kills her what now what's well, no, no, but when that happens, no, and that's, yeah, but in that scene, but three times he's killed her and, and buried her, right? Dumped her in, in this well, uh, pool that has they, fucked up colors. They, they, they go for a walk when they first check in the hotel, find this prismatic pool, right? Now, I don't know, but what they're scene- told in each issue, you don't go, go there. Down there. Yes. You don't go there alone. Right. So now I don't know what the significance of the rabbit is in this story. I'm, but I'm sure, sure that's, that's going to be in another in issue. Next, yes, yeah. In the next issue, because that's like the, the tying thing in this that you keep seeing the black rabbit. But yeah, so he kills his wife like three times, chops her up, dumps her in this freaking pond. Yeah. Well, but wait, okay. So by getting to the thing, he he kills her uh, with poison. Right, and then and then he up. he cuts her up, and then he dumps her in that pool, and right. then he's walking by. He's walking back thinking nobody's going to see me and stuff. And then that's when the woman from the hotel right. show, uh, the room number one from the first issue shows up. And then he says his lines. And as soon as he's doing that, then the wife shows up in the hotel. And right. then then there's words. She's like, you killed me. But then she still wants to forgive him. And then he fucking he kills her again. Chops her up with an axe. It's fucking amazing. But the great part about that scene is like after she's laying there. Like, and he's just sitting there going, oh, God, what have I done? She starts to freaking mold back she, together. She comes back together. So I guess we're to believe something with the pool maybe. Brought her back. So so they go back to the pool to prove that. She's still down she's there. She's still down there. And, well, now we flip the switch. She throws him in the trunk and right, down in the down pool, and he's he's dead. Uh, this but is I have fucking a cool. She's going to be a constant character because now I don't think she can leave the hotel. I don't. Th- this is cool. I yeah. I totally see what they're I'm doing here. It. I'm digging it. 
and yes, this is totally going to be a, an Amazon, Netflix, yeah, Hulu kind of series. I it's had this fucking on my built list, for it. But I just I didn't I ran out of time it, and wasn't was able good. to catch up on the first one. I'll definitely have to catch up. Um Mirka Andolfo's Unsacred from another new Did um, you, publisher. Ablaze. Our Ablaze. our friends at Ablaze. Our friends at we, Ablaze. We have we have our own exclusive cover. cover yeah. For Which you can pick Empire's up right, right here, here at AA Comics just in call historic downtown, downtown Lebanon. Lebanon. That's true. For uh Vampire State Building. Yes. For Vampire State Building. Yeah, not if on we, Sacred. I should have done an on Sacred cover. Yes. Yeah, I really should have. We sell the shit out of that book. Yeah? Yeah. Um. So this is um the last one left off with um our main character, the angel, uh, finding out that she's pregnant. This one just pretty much is stages throughout the pregnancy. And, I mean, you get all the tropes and all that. Uh, again, this is just a fun... Uh, I like this read. Um, I just caught up on it um, today, but I usually like this read after a really heavy book because it's kind of that it's light, lighthearted cleanser. Yeah. You know, you're, you're not getting into anything. If you miss a, a page or two, you're not going to miss much on it. Uh, but again, it's it's good because you know it's kind of getting into the nitty gritty of relationships. Like there's a lot of that you know ordinary everyday stuff in there mixed with the overall uh, storyline of you know a devil marrying an angel. Um, this was excellent. Uh, still a high recommend, especially if you uh, kind of like her kind of sense, um, especially unnatural and stuff like that. Cool. So from our friends at Boom, wind number one. Okay, By, uh, so a uh, little James, yep. James Tynan. And, oh, Jesus Christ. Go. Oh, please. Oh, yes. Michael, oh, yes. Michael Dalliance. No, no, there's fucking no way I'm giving that to you. No, another, another shot. Try, try it again. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna break it down for well, you. Well, the first there's one's three. Dial. Okay, first four letters your is what? Dial. Dial. Okay, then what's the letter after it? Yeah. No, no. What's the letter after it? Why? And then your last three. Dialing ass. Close. Dialing yeah. ass. It's Dialing <laughs> ass. Dialing ass. Me on a Friday. Rich. Me on a Friday night when I have a few beers in me. <laughs> okay. So, again. Shrek's so, on. so backstory on this. On, this is on. from Glad Award winning writers. Who did the lettering? And creators. Who did the lettering? Oh, that's even <laughs> fucking better. Oh my god. <laughs> Aditya Bidikar. <laughs> Okay, that was close. He did a better the job. Back, time. So the backstory on this is, this was originally supposed to be an OGN, and they now have broken it up into floppies. This this was not on a previews book. This was sort of sprung up on us. Well, we got a preview last week. With yes. Books. Um, well, no, you got a pre, but it wasn't in pre. There's, this was right, not in right, a preview. Right. I understand what you're saying. To order but we did this, get a this was of sort this. of just sprung up on us, uh, kind of like die, die, die. Hey, there's a book, kind of like Negan lives. Except this was in two weeks. This was significantly better than die, die, die. Yes, absolutely. I didn't like this. I didn't like I, that it started off like Middle West. Me, no one else read to me. It, but, to me, when this started off like Middle West with the dream sequence kind of thing, and I went, oh, boy. 
I don't know. I it, I didn't this, that didn't sit with me well. And quite honestly, when the rest of it came along, we kind of end where not a whole hell of a lot really does no. happen. So the one was, the one problem I have with this is obviously our main character Wind uh, has a crush on the another garden, dude on the gardener's son who is in kind evidently of, he's also into dudes who has an illicit relationship with the prince. The prince and Wind look like they're fucking thirteen. Yeah, and the gardener's the, the son gardener looks, looks like, like he's, he's twenty five. Yeah, right? yeah, he looks and it's like really f- double and the age. that's kind of threw me off. Um, threw me off a bit. Like, other words, Joss, not cool. Aside not cool, from that, man. This reminded me a little bit of. You, I don't think anyone's read it, but there was an image series that was criminally shortened or ended early uh, called Flavor. That was really good. Oh, is he still fucking lamenting this goddamn book? Is, is that the one where it was like Iron Chef universe? Yes. yes it was great. Um, and this kind of felt like it would fit into that universe a little bit, mostly because of the younger characters and, and the, the Gardner's son was I'm kind of with Paul on this one, though. Oddly fucking this did have jacked, but... A Middle West feel to it. Well, that's why yeah, so but, but But almost like Patriot... Uh, um, um, not patronizing, but uh, um, not pilfering, but plagiarized, plagiarized version of Middle Look West. Look at that, Jimmy. Uh, I, I words am not getting the. I'm not getting the Middle West stuff at all. Other than this that little, like, this felt like a, yeah. a mix between flavor and and uh, and like farmhand a little bit. Nah. Um, I'm gonna read the second issue to see where it goes. Oh, this is on my poll list. Yeah. I absolutely love this. This was really good. I, I again, didn't... other than that glaring detail where, again, the gardener's son is, is like, double the age of the two people that he's probably going to end up banging. Yeah, that was a little weird. Weird. Um, okay. But that's it. All right. Um, I Oh, here we go. One of my favorites, Joe Hill. Last issue? The last Maybe. issue of Shit Talk Homes Mystery. Dying is easy, number five. And in the beginning, we find out who actually did it. We get a confession and everything. But we but don't. do we? No, because it keeps going. And then it's like, wait, it was really you. This was fucking great. This was a great ending. This felt like a cop story. This is a great character what, what, that we can it, keep. Is it wrong that as I was reading this, and this is the only book that it's happened in, when he's doing the thing at the end with the, I heard it in Sam Spade's voice. It's it's a detective type yeah. of book. This clearly can be a series. This clearly can and be I, I a character I, we can make a series of. I think that's what they're doing. What I like about this, and this is one of the problems I had, the only problem I really had with this series is, if you're this fucking good, why, why are you a sad He figured it all out, yeah. And he figured it out. He's like, you know, I'm really good at this, and the uh, block kid that he accused earlier in it is going to be kind of his understudy and his yeah. muscle. I want to see more and of again, this. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 100%. Uh, uh, and I think we will. Um, but this was great. Uh, again, it's, it's Joe Hill. I can never not recommend most of the Joe Hill stuff enough. Cool. And, and uh, not to, uh, the Martin, the, uh, Martin Simmons. Oh, the art, the art was great. Perfect. Oh, for this. Oh yeah. Oh, hundred percent. Like I could, and the colors were great. The colorist was, who's the colorist on like, this? Like I'll be honest with you. What I want to see when, now that we're talking about black late, we talked about black label stuff. I would love to see this creative team 
on a like a true detective Batman black Ooh. label. Or, oh, where it's making Batman, it a real like as a real detective. It's back story. to the root, roots where it's With, him being a detective. I got I, I, Martian Manhunter black label would also work. Ooh, yeah. On, I don't know, after the swing and the miss with that last series, they were true. Out, yeah. No, no, but as a it, real that, one. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I said. Make um, it a black label. Put Joe Hill on that or mm-hmm. Tom King, and yeah. All right. Uh, Ludic- the Ludocrats number two. It's the only book I didn't get to. No, I need a cigarette yeah, after I this. Get, I didn't get to it. Yeah. This one was fun. I still don't know what the fuck is going on I with this book. I think that's the point. That's the point. So they come up with some cockamamie fucking rescue plan to get the steam duchess back. The only thing this was She'd missing be- was one person going, you son of a bitch, I'm in. Ah, that is yes. the only thing they, this was missing. Yeah. She's being held captive in an egg sack in a giant larva caterpillar that devours landscapes. And But the spews old- killer sperm. The, the yeah. War spor- sperm. War they're, sperm. They're, they're, they're- the, only, the only way in or out is that because it doesn't have an anus. It has a black hole that just transports this to a moon. That the smell is so bad, no living creature can even be on it. Yeah, so they need to find a way to open its mouth to get in. While being ludicrous, ludicrous they, at the same time. They get in by sending Luda? zombies in that have these brain pies in them or something, and they whistle a tune. It's They, they, they tickle these amoebas or whatever inside of it that forces it to open its mouth. They open its mouth... And Otto jumps in along with Hades. They head inside. They find the fucking uh, egg sac, and they attach like a spermazoa to it. They basically have this giant fucking larva nut the the Duchess, the steam Duchess, out of while its they're body. riding it. They get out. He rips it open, and she's like, "Why the fuck would I want to escape? I was on house arrest this whole time. You destroyed my home." Yes. So that's it. That's the end of the issue. They they were on this huge rescue mission to get her back, but it turns out she wasn't in prison. Well, she was on house arrest the whole time. And, like, I forget what they ask her. Oh, they ask her about the, the hyper-pope, and she's like, you're going to have to torture me. And they're like, well, no, well, that's we not don't really have to my torture. And, she, and she's like, fucking torture me! He's like, torture me! And that's the end of the issue. This is a huge bait-and-switch issue. I, uh, thought, I thought it was fun, but... Um, like I this said, this is a weird book. Man. I think me and Jimmy had the had the same reaction after we read this. We both had to take a break. We both had a smoke. There you go. Did you our, read this one? I did. Uh, okay. Gideon Falls number twenty two from our all star team of Jeff Lemire, Andrew Sorrentino, and Dave Stewart. Um, this was. This, so, is phenomenal. this is great. So do you know how 21 wrapped up everything? You start to know what was when going on. When we know on. what's going And now we're back to, shit, I don't know what's going on this anymore. This one unraveled yeah. all yeah, of that. Yeah, it's so like, it what's seem, going on? It seems like our kind they, of they, they team. All, they, they all ended up in different Gideon Falls now, right? Yeah. They all. Did, we, we haven't seen have Daniel, they? right? No, I think they have. But have they? Yeah, they have. Yeah, I, well, they're all in different Gideon Falls. Except for uh, Zoo and... The, yeah, the bishop. bishop. They're in the same one. But I think Bishop, Zoo, and Brett are actually all in the same one. And they could be. Um, but what's the robot? Is that Bishop? Is is that supposed to be Bishop at the end? No, no, no. no. He, he shows up later, I think. Doesn't he? Yeah, at the very end. 
But what is the who's the robot face supposed to be? Is nobody. that well, nobody? It's, it's supposed to represent a bishop in the church. Yes. Okay. Um. But oh uh, yeah, th- but this is fucking when, great. I talk, think I'm gonna reread this one just because when, when they talk about hey, this didn't destroy the black church. It unleashed you said it. Power. And, and, uh, yes, it, and that that and the, and I think the, that's where we got. The, that's the little at the end. What what I loved is the uh, giant watchtower in the kind of. Uh, post-apocalyptic kind of authoritarian Gideon Falls. And, right. When that tower came down, the top of it landed, so and it I, looked exactly like the Black Church. I want to comment a little bit on the covers. So if you remember in the first arc, it we, was, we, kind of it was the cities yep. that were maps that were turning into the faces of our characters. And then uh, the second round of them were... Was the, the puzzle pieces. Yes. Right. Now we're getting into where the cities are in their head, like coming out of their heads, a different Gideon. And that's how that's how these are all going to go now. We're going to get into each character and they're each going to have a different Gideon Falls uh, so, city coming out of their head. So it's, that's th- pretty cool. If I had a third pick of the week, this would be it. This was so excellent. This, this would do be my runner third, up. Do you want a third pick of the week? No. 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 We will save that for the 300th episode. You get three picks of the week. But uh, yeah, Jeff Lemire knocking out the point. Heavy Jeff Lemire week. This was a uh, super heavy, which book. Family Tree number six, where number five, we left off where He's, it was. It, it's we, the brother telling the story from the future. From right. the future. But when we go here and I thought, oh, shit, here's where we're going to go. We no, we go back. And we pick up with grandpa being interrogated. And holy fuck is grandpa a badass. Grandpa is a badass. Yeah, but here's my problem with this. He says, you know, as he's talking. So to, we have we had the group as, as, that, as he's talking to his son, as he finally gets away, he's like and they even talk about like, yeah, you know, if you go to them, they're just going to follow you. He's like, yeah, I understand that. And then he's like, I'm going to them. And the bad guys are like, we'll just follow them. I'm like, yeah, well, yeah, you kind of. Uh, yeah, you already said that. But it's uh oh, here we go. It's yeah. break time. I, I think grandpa has. A plan. Just so, saying. yeah, we'll see. This was great. This was really good. This is my pick of the week. This is your pick of the week this of all my, those books we did? This is my pick of the week. I put this book down and went, holy fuck. I enjoyed this thoroughly. Wait, did you? is this your second pick of the week? Yes. What was your first one? Dead Earth. Dead Earth. Okay. Don't don't judge me. I'm not judging. I'm just s- trying to... I, I'm Well, hey, mate, I wait. Some- I might judge you. I got something for you. Hold on. It's okay. You got to. If you want three picks, you can have three picks. No, you can't have three picks. I got something for you. There. Is that another guy's human? You want me to show you that picture again? That Black Lives Matter? Do you want me to show you that again? Listen, why you're walking around with pictures of naked black men on your phone, I don't know. I don't care. I don't judge. You do know. You know who sent me that. Uh, but anyway, no, Family Tree, this this was really good. I thoroughly enjoy this series. Um, Absolutely. All righty. And is that it for our image books? That's it, it, that's it for all our of Our independence. Okay. Then we are going to be going to our second half. We're not going to do Meteor and stuff. For, or do we'll we do, do Meteor first? No, we'll, we'll do, do that, that at the very end. end. Yeah. Okay. So, so the next part is going to be while we take a small break. Next part is going to be our little special project for our special issue because there's always something extra in the hundredth issue. It's really the backup story to our episode. And once again, um, as I was in high school, I only finished half my project. So, of course. All right. 
Jesus. You know I'm cutting it after the... Someone help me up. <laughs> Did you guys not see my leg shooting out like three or four I times? See, I see. I was trying to not look at you. Oh, fuck it is. That's a cold open. That's, that's a cold <laughs> open. Somebody help me up. Or that that you put in after you put in after the montage of everything. Somebody help me up. So what we decided uh, for our special hundredth episode was uh, we're each gonna come up with two books. The first being a book that is a single story, or at least most self-contained issue. Yeah, a self-contained issue, and then. One with the number 100, whether it be an issue 100, a 100-page giant, um, or something along those lines. So we each came up with one. Uh, there was some crossover that was worked out, but we have eight books to review. Uh, we'll start with the single-issue stories. Um, and we'll start with mine. Yep. Because we'll go heavy. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, hang on. Why don't we start with the number 100s? Because those are less heavy. No, and it's okay. You, we can start with God, the singles. No, 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 Fuck no, no, everything I, up. But no, I mean the significance of the one number one hundreds is just because we're episode one hundred. These are these are just. We because, can't end with that. I guess, but I mean, these are the less meaningful books, aren't they? I guess so. Not. I don't. I don't think mine is. No, I think mine has yours, pretty I, pretty much. I think mine has right, a lot of significance. Mind, never mind. It's okay. We'll start with the single issues, like Jimmy said. Sure. Okay, uh, my pick. I actually think we should start with Dave's pick because your pick kind of rolls into my pick. With it being heavy yeah, you, issues, you guys got two okay. heavy stories. I mean, yeah, well, yeah, I thought we could go heavy, I, light, I, I heavy. Start heavy. Okay, start so heavy. I was thinking. All right, so I'm thinking like we do round robin on the table anyway. Heavy, light, heavy, light. That's okay. what I'm thinking. Yeah, yeah. That works. Okay, that'll work out. All right, so, so we'll we'll go back to mine. Uh, which my pick for single issue, and I literally when people. This is my this has been for the last 20 years plus of me selling comics has been my go to issue where, oh, um, you know, oh, I don't know about comics or if a teacher comes in and says, I don't know here I something to give my kids that are. No, well, no, here you I want to I want to change your mind of what a comic book can do. Right. And I give them this. This is the book. That makes sense. One of the things that Josh said, one of his, what he was thinking about doing, what was the one comic book that made you get into comics? This is a twofold because this is always my single issue go-to issue. It's, oh, hey, I don't really know what to read or you want a single issue? Here, read this. If you haven't read this, you know, you want you want something that's going to wow you in the comics like, to take it, the medium seriously, this is the book. Um, but also... When I started lightly getting back into comics after uh, when I was collecting comics as a kid very heavily and then later kind of coming back in, I dabbled into a few things, picked up the Death of Superman stuff. And it was like, I like that. That was that was pretty fun. And I was I was picking up a couple issues here and there, some stuff to try to read. And and the the wedding issue, which was 418 right. of Incredible Hulk came out. And I'm like. Well, let me read this. What what the hell could they be doing with the Hulk Hulk smash? How how you know how how good? And the wedding issue was pretty good. It was a lot of fun, and and it was go pretty back, good. If you go back to four seventeen, I'm not no no. We're, we're going but, on my timeline. You know what I mean. So then then after that came four nineteen. I'm like yeah, this is okay. And then my pick, 
issue 420 of the Incredible Hulk came out. And this is the first uh, comic book that deals with the AIDS um, pandemic. So I know that this is early 90s. Is this before or after Magic Johnson's announcement? This is after. Is it? It is. Magic Johnson announced he had AIDS when I was still in high school. This came out after I was out of school. Okay. I'll take your word for it. It, see, may, it might be. Yeah. See, I would have thought. Like, I would have thought. And this other... is late nineties. Uh, no, 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 yeah, no, no, isn't no, it? no. I think this is ninety four. Pardon me. I think this is ninety four. Go ahead. It's it's like the first page there. Oh, I can't wait till you read this. You fucking hey, August of ninety four. Okay. Yeah. You are right. So. So mid nineties. Anyway, um, what we have is a beautifully told story that's the death of longtime Hulk friend Jim Wilson. Um, and it's actually Banner dealing with this. Now, this right. is when we now have intelligent Professor Hulk. Hulk. Professor Hulk. R- ridiculously attractive Hulk as well. Yeah. You know who the art is? Who's the artist? Did you see who the artist was? Uh, the artist was. Um, this is Gary Frank and it Cam is Gary Smith. Frank. Yeah. This is his, I, this is some of my favorite Hulk art. Honestly, and this this is in the period. How fucking this is in the period. Like everybody's right after, gorgeous. Yes. Look how look how beautiful Betty is. But, and Marlo and but, all, oh my god, everybody's pretty. If you if you recall, this is in the time frame after Keon got off the run. Where they he were he was the artist right after right, Keon. Right. Yeah. Where they were kind of jumping artists around and trying Not, different stuff out. Well, no, not real. Uh, uh, Gary on, Frank. Gary he was Frank on for a short run. He he goes a little bit past or, this. Or am I He's thinking a, of my issue where they were doing the guest artist? Yours is the guest. Right. You're thinking of that. Gary Frank was on for a while. He was. Now he that was. You the, it. He was the true successor to uh, uh, Dale Keown. Um, which Dale Keown was inked by former podcast guest Bob McLeod. Yep. So. Uh, the so, so the reason I asked about Magic Johnson is that's always been kind of the the bar for when the kind of public image of HIV and AIDS kind of changed over because, because it before, could happen to anybody. Because before that, and even when it first happened, was it was primarily gay men. And right, if you watch which, a lot of the which in that early stuff, Magic Johnson, when he first announced, it, they're like the the reaction wasn't oh my god he's never gonna play again. It's like a lot of the reaction was. I didn't know Magic Johnson was gay. Right. But through more of wasn't. Magic Johnson taking Magi- that. Magic Johnson was a player. Becoming the <laughs> face of that that kind of, you know, disease, it converted that, well, okay, this can happen to anyone. This isn't just, you know. It's not a hoax thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I thought this would have happened a lot closer to that because Magic Johnson, I think, announced in 91. So, um, but um, well, so this I can, is. I can tell you that. The Arsenio Hall show was still on when Magic Johnson announced. Oh, yeah, it was. Because he that was the first appearance after. Because he stopped his own late night show at that time. Mm-hmm. And Arsenio was the first one to have him on after the announcement. So so anyway, um, we ironically enough start off with a protest. Yeah. I mean, it's like talk about shit hitting home and, and just like aging well. So to speak, this right. issue does this it. Holds the this, this, this holds up very well. This, um, Even to the uh, Betty well, working in the call center for uh, this. Uh, yeah, yeah, we talked so, about that for that uh, one shot. That the last call. Yeah. 
Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, because it was in there. So, so Betty's on is she works for a suicide hotline kind of thing, and she's talking to a guy who says he has AIDS. So Jim gets hurt, and Jim Wilson gets hurt in the protest. He ends up in the hospital, and this is when uh, I think this is when Bruce. The, well, the Professor Hulk finds well, he, out that he, he has that he's HIV. Well, he finds out that he's full blown AIDS, right. not just HIV but, positive. But he doesn't end up in the hospital. He's getting. I can't. Pummeled. You know what? Now, if I remember right, reading back on this, there's a possibility they talked about Jim have it being HIV positive. This is where they find out he's right. Full because blown in the AIDS. Bachelor Party episode, he's talking to um, not Ulysses, uh, Hector, and Hector's gay in the Pantheon. And they were hitting it off. But in this one, he's actually getting jumped by this crowd. Yeah. And the yeah. Hulk shows up and he's like, who hurt my friend? Who? Yeah. yeah. And, and that and, the, and just the way all the of that it's drawn up, and done. And it's, the it's amazing. It's like, stop what you're doing. He's like, yeah, fuck you. I'm the Hulk. And he shoots him. And he's like, look, if I didn't flex my fucking perfectly chiseled fucking pectoral muscle, <laughs> it would have ricocheted. ricocheted over to a crowd member. And he's like, he grabs the, the, the gun. And he's like, get the fuck out of here. Yeah, it's um, it's amazing just because you could see the control, but also the anger's still, still there. there. And I think that's why and I love this part off. of this Hulk all yeah. the time. And yes. that, that's when he takes off and takes him to the Mount, which is the headquarters for the for Pantheon. For the Pantheon, yes. We find out that They've actually been working on a like a cure, but it's still in the testing phase, and it's dangerous. So they they the doctor refuses to give it to Jim. Well, no, he wants he wants the Hulk's blood. Well, before well, that, yeah, yeah. But, the doctor's like, look, I took the Hippocratic oath. I'm not going to do anything that isn't either 100 yeah. percent going to work or he, that is. Well, she's harm like, him. I know we're extremists and we tend to bend the rules, but I cannot do this. This will right. kill him outright. And he and, basically says, look. You know what I'm you can die do. Anyway. So you so know you what you can do. You might as well experiment on me. Give me your blood. You've done and, it before well, for Jen Walters, right? And he do does that, me. and he's like, "Well, that was a special circumstance." And it's like it's great because he it hits on all yeah. certain things. Not, not only that, but it, it's it's Bruce the trying emotional, to control his mistakes from the past because well, he doesn't want to create all of another that, Hulk. But, but yes, but but Bruce is conflicted because he wants to help his friend, but he also knows what could happen. Right, and that conflict and that emotional distraught that he has through through this god damn i love this book um that that stuff's that stuff's amazing and this whole time we get pages intertwined where betty is dealing and we keep going through different she's waiting on the phone almost a magic johnson type character he's a star athlete yep and she's like listen i that's his bet- big concern. There are professionals that can help you with these. Like, right. look, I don't want to talk to them. You're reading off index cards. I like your voice. Talk yeah. to me. And he calls every once in a while, and she's up, you know, 24 hours a day. Like, well, and what's what's interesting about this, when they first start the phone calls, she's like, okay, well, we can't give her real names. Right. She gives them Vicky or whatever like that. So so we go back to, you know, Jim, Jim is sort of being told he's been given the blood. But, but, he uh, hasn't. but he hasn't. And he knows he that. knows it. And and, and, and he's, he's to, putting on a brave face for, for Bruce, Bruce the whole right. time. He's like, but, oh, I feel it working, and it's like I'm gonna be. And they he, have a they have one last laugh, and but like I, I J- think Jimmy the, said in this, it deals a lot with the gay stereotype because we flashed to Hector, who's the gay pantheon character, talking to his brother Ulysses. Yeah, and he makes Ulysses makes some kind of comment about them running like 
fours and it wouldn't be a problem. Yeah. And Hector knocks him the fuck out. Well, yeah. even Chet was like, look, I'm ready to kill myself because I, I have I have HIV and I don't want to be harassed by people to constantly assume that I'm gay. Right, what's my girlfriend going to think? I don't want to tell my girlfriend about it because she's going to think I'm gay. And she's like, well, hang on. And, and, and Betty's, like, Betty's like, wait, you have you to tell to, her. You need to tell her she's at risk. And, and, he's like, and this whole man, time I'm, he's... Sitting, I'm he's in his car, tracks. sitting on railroad tracks, right. and the lights and are like, coming. Please tell me. And her while name. this is going on, tell me your name so the we can fucking. Right, tell well, her actually, that right she before this, Jim dies. Right. Jim Wilson dies. Jim, Jim Wilson and, and then the Hulk is like going, to, I guess, to be. Like he just turns around and starts walking through walls. And he walks yeah. through walls because he's, he's, he's mad, but he's, he's trying to control it. And then he goes to Betty. I, I want to say to be kind of consoled, yeah. and she's fucking dealing with this, this shit, shit, with with him being on the train tracks and the whole thing. He's like the lights getting closer, and he's it fucking like, wow, goes. The train sure moves fast. Here's my girlfriend's name, by the way, and then he gets cut and off. And Bruce is listening to this the whole time. Yeah, too. and he's, that that panel right there just shows it all. He's losing it. the The art is phenomenal in this. It is tremendous. The emotion on all the faces is award-winning which again this book has been multi-award winning for this 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 is as it should be oh no this thing won a shit ton of awards throughout all comic book industry stuff uh, internationally um this is always my go-to this is what got me full-blown i read this and said okay i want to subscribe to the hulk i want to do all this and i'm like I'm going to go back and collect everything Peter David did with the Hulk. And then I went, huh, well, he started back here. I got all those where I left off with my collection. There's 30 issues in between there. Well, let me fill those in. Well, shit. How long is it going to, well, what do I need to get all the rest of them? And that, that was my comic book treasure hunt was, and the only book I need is Hulk number one. I have all the Hulk issues. Which I'm going through right now. Yeah. You know, and but I, that was the re- that I'm book was closer. the reason. That's what got me back into it. That book is my catalyst to that. This is yeah, why you're I, sitting I, in this store right now. So uh, to to give a little backstory on this, I never I never was a big Hulk guy. I've read some, like I read all the Planet Hulk stuff. Um, you you su- didn't read the Peter you, David you, stuff. You have suggested this. I've read a little bit of Peter Peter David stuff, but reading this for the first time with a fresh set of eyes. I knew what the issue was. I didn't know how how good it was. Good it was. Um, I, I would I'm, say I'm if, absolute... if we would have been doing this back then, this would have been a pick of the week. Oh, absolutely. Oh, for sure. This yeah. would have been a universal pick of the absolutely. week. Absolutely. Yeah, 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 yeah. This would this would have been book of the year. You know, when I, we do a I rehab. I will not argue with that. Yeah. And I find it ironic that when you started getting back in with this, is right around because I jumped in, in three uh, three ninety seven, I think, the Punisher story. Mm-hmm. Where, where he goes back to be Joe Fixit. So I started right around there with my Hulk collection. So I'm not far off from where you picked back up. Where, where I came back into and, it, yeah. You know, but but that, that, honestly, that that's all as a single issue, that it's really, I mean, just how well written it is. And this is why I give it to school teachers. It's like, wait, you don't think comic books have any meaning or can't do anything? Read this. And, and they come back as like, oh, I had no idea. Because right. that's a literary work. Oh my god, it is. Yeah. Seriously, like that. Yeah. That that. Ooh, excuse me. That could change. 
people's views very easily on comics. All right. So not not just one Hulk book on this one issue pick, but we have two also written by Peter Peter David. David. <laughs> um, and we have art on this one by this is Dave's pick for as what oh, fourth 45? 30, 35. 35. Yeah, three four thirty-five. And this is the baseball issue. Right. A little so, more lighthearted fare, not quite as heavy as that oh, book but, was. But still touches on some key issues that are still today. important today. Um, yes. So this Look is at by, comic books doing stuff. <laughs> this is by Pete, Peter David, and uh, the guest penciler on this one is. This was not the regular pencil. No, at this, this is Chris, which Chris Renaud. This was Ga- Gary Frank was still on this run. Well, I think he was. It, this was towards the end, right? Because they were getting ready to switch over to Liam Sharp. Right. Liam Sharp was the next artist. So this is a little background on this. This is after the fall of the Pantheon. Um, Okay, so, so there's a few preposterous things when this begins. Right. Which might so, just lay Hulk into and, the humor. Hulk the Hulk's walking around with fucking bandages all right. around him like the fucking invisible man. But he looks like the size of a mountain. Um, he's actually in hiding from the authorities. <laughs> Not a good job hiding. Because but at this point... Yeah. Good enough, apparently. Th- this is after... Yeah, that's the whole thing. But, it's like, wait, how do they not know? But this is so, after the, Nick Fury's funeral, and they think he had something to do with Nick So the, the funny thing about this is uh, ESPN last weekend did uh, Long Gone Summer about the home run chase in 1998 between McGuire and Sosa. Right. I remember that. And the, the cool thing that they did about it... I, I didn't originally watch it. I recorded it because I thought they were just going to make it all about steroids. But they actually made it about what it was like following along with that that summer. Because that it was, was it that actually was made people it, it it actually made people interested in baseball but, but they, again. They touched on it at the end. And it's like how could you not tell that these guys were on steroids? I found it kind of funny, reading especially that, McGuire. I, right. I, I, they actually yeah. there there was talk about McGuire. He kept denying it. Well, well, he intentionally did it. Part of that is he had the Andro, and he intentionally kept that out in his locker because it was an over-the-counter supplement that wasn't banned. So I was like, oh no, this is all I'm doing. But the funny thing is that was kind of the always everyone turned a blind eye to it and it's funny because you have these two superhumans it's like how did no one know it's like but that right. kind of was baseball yeah. in the 90s right so i mean you have the rhino yeah and you have the hulk going at it in a baseball and it's done like uh the mighty casey mighty poem. casey yep um, well that's how it ends yeah, yeah, it, yeah. it ends like the and well, and that part, there, there's, there's pros yeah. through the whole thing but it starts out there hulk and betty are laying low uh, he's working for this guy, Max, at a garage, lifting cars and stuff like that. But he gets hit by a baseball outside of the one stadium, and he tosses it back in, and it must have had some pepper on it. It's so, it's literally the uh, it's how the uh, Henry Rowan Gardner in Rookie of the Year got yes, his job. Yes. And they apologize <laughs> for that. Yes. Um, it's filled with humor. It's a light story, but they're trying to figure out how they can get Hulk on the field in his uniform. Cause he can't play in the bandages. Mm-hmm. And they, so they paint him in blackface and he goes, the NAACP is going to crucify me. If they ever find right. out. Right. Yeah. And Betty makes the comment. She goes, you have green skin. I don't think anybody's going <laughs> right. to knock you for, yeah. for blackface. But, uh, but the writing once the, so the mighty it, Casey story starts. Start, so uh, it, yeah. during it's this really time good. coming up is the cadence is perfect. Yep. So um, uh, during this time, was he just strictly the Hulk? He wasn't turning back and forth. No, uh, he's he Professor could. Hulk yet. He's still yeah. Professor Hulk, yeah. but this is after the fall. So what the professor did, 
I don't know if you remember that story arc when it fell, but he put the a fall of the Pantheon. Yes. Yeah. So at that at the end, he he actually absolutely loses it. Well, Savage that's when back. Liam. That's when Liam Sharp comes. Well, that's back. after this. That's how. Yeah, but or that before this. this that's no, before, that's yes, after. That's, no, it, those those are four forties. I'm for Liam you, Sharp. Well, I'm telling you, the fall of Pantheon is before this. Well, the fall is, but when when so he does the what switch, what I'm trying to say, no, he does the switch at the end of the fall of the Pantheon. It's 4:25. Is it 25? Yes. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So what yeah. what Professor did is he put this mental block in that if he ever loses control, he reverts back. It was kind of like Joe Fix it in Banner's body. It, it was one of those things. So. So one of the things reading through the Peter David run, there were always, he'd go about two years and there'd be this new version of the Hulk. What he made the, what he, what he turned the Hulk into was the Hulk is a shapeshifter. Right. And he could turn into these different versions, which is where we get the gray Hulk and Joe fix it and all this other stuff. uh, And then we have, so, so Savage Hulk was another one of those. And then we have the professor. So each time we get this new, change of this other personality because again he was multiple personalities right and so each of these hulks were coming out so when you get to 425 it's like oh what's going to happen because the last time it was like hey we're getting intelligent hulk and here we're getting this brutal brutal savage, savage hulk better kill you <laughs> and it is literally which, savage hulk in bruce banner's which, body which is great because this the issue after that happens Hal Jordan shows up in the mental ward that they got Banner. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, he's standing there like this, and he, Bruce Banner like breaks free, bumps into him. They're like, I'm sorry, Mr. Jordan. He goes, you need to be quiet. I'm concentrating. I'm holding the universes together. Yeah. It's, it's, it, it, Peter David always put that he, little bit he, of hell. The irony him. sense. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. I'm definitely, yeah. between reading these two, I'm definitely going to go back and read Peter David's run. Uh, it's, yeah. it's really. It's worth it. Yes. Yeah. It, it really is, especially I, I, the Hulk gonna, run. It, and another good run that he had was his Captain Marvel run is really good. See, I've read that. I, That's I, I have really read a lot good. of Peter David stuff. Uh, his just, Supergirl run was good, too. His Supergirl run's uh, excellent, too, yeah. Um, But to a... So another, we're going to go to another heavy go, issue. Heavy issue. Yep. Jimmy's this, this, Spectacular Spider-Man 310. This was a pick of the week. It was. This was a pick of the week. And this I, is the Eiser Award winner. And I believe I called that on that you week. You called that. You did. And I believe mine was also an Eisner Award winner. But I will like you reading my book for the first time. I read your book for the first time on this. And that the, it was really fucking good. The, this, is, this is a book that anyone ever wants to know. What's the appeal of Spider-Man? This is it. Yeah. Because I do believe I read this with you it the first kinda, time. It kind of tells you that in the beginning, too. Yeah. Like, yeah. you don't need to know anything. This, this is your first Spider-Man what's the, book. What's the yeah. appeal Perfect. about Spider-Man? And when we get to the mother. Yeah. And this who is. Who says, uh, I uh, think Spider-Man's is, amazing. This is written. And she and tells why. And then yeah. we find out, like, you know, well, she helped it, him. And then. Like after after uh, uh, Spider Man helped him, saved him from you know crime, jail. and actually got him out of jail where he should have ended up in jail and because was he was a, with him and he, he was a, he was an, uh, uh, an I, I remember I remember you were viewing this book, um, and when I read it, I was like, oh man, why did it take me so long to fucking read this book? Because this is fucking amazing. This is uh, written and drawn by Chip Zdarsky. I was gonna say this, this is, is a Darsky him book, isn't it? pulling yeah. double duty on. And this is well, so, this was his last one, right? Yeah, the, yeah, because right after this, it got into all the Spider Geddon crap. But this, um, 
in, in my mind, the, spectacular so, Spider-Man will always end at 310. 311. That's where it could have ended there. That that would have been a perfect ending for that series. Absolutely should have been. Um and and where I thought the book was going to end where the mother tells her story about the son and it's like, you know, he 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 saved him from not getting caught because the other guys kind of duped him into something and getting him into trouble. And he was trying to like, hey, he could see he was a good kid at heart and he's going to try and help him out and steer him on the right path. He, doing, he helps him with his studies. He was doing better he's showing school. him how to. Hey, well, he, she goes, yeah, he was doing better at school. And then she finds out Spider-Man was helping him do his homework and, you know, doing like, you know, calculus and everything else. And, you know. And being a very positive role model for for him, I I thought all that shit was great. And then when you find out that the other guy, the other guys that he was, that he sort of got into, that he was supposed to be a lookout for them yeah, for they, a they, robbery, they, get, they get out, they get out of jail, they get out of bail, and they end up killing the kid. And you know she breaks up. She never really says that, but you, we we know. You, you and then it goes the black, yeah. just like it does in Hulk Fort. And I was like, oh shit, this is the end of the issue. This is it. And it's like. No, keeps going on. I'm like, that could have been the end yeah. of it. And you would have been like fucking crying. And, but then you find, you know, her, you get him, into more there to and she's her. still, yeah, she, he's like, Hey, where's the kid? And then, and then he's there consoling her and she's still completely on his side. And then our documentarian gets a visit from Spider-Man says, Hey, I see you're making something on me. And then they talk and he's like, okay, I just wanted to make sure you weren't like, doing how, how something else. How did you know? And we find and out we to an interview with Peter, Peter Parker. Parker, where Peter Parker's trying to explain what Spider-Man is to him. This again, I've suggested this to more people than I can count. I mean, there are those quintessential Spider-Man books, 121, 122. But the, you're right. But, I will give you this. You're right. Um, if you want to know what is the appeal about Spider-Man, that's the book. This is that's it. a book. Hundred percent, hundred percent. I agree with you. This this was a, a, a an excellent one issue choice. And again, I read this directly after reread this directly after I read your four twenty because I'm a gluten for punishment. I and you I, wanted and you cried. I, I needed a, I needed a minute. Like I was. I'm like, wow, those are two heavy. heavy These were two heavy books. You're and now we're going to go to. We're going to flip-flop and go hey, to a little bit lighter fly. Hey, yes. let's get to a fun book. My argument for the most important Silver Age book of all. This is it. This is it. Flash 123. This is the book that introduced Carmen, the... Uh, who, Carmine know, Patino was on art on this. He, he was on the art, but this who did is, their, uh, who wrote this? Who wrote this? this? Who fucking knows? I don't even know that fucking... They don't credit. They don't the, back credit then, them, they, don't, so they don't credit. This is a quintessential... DC well, well, no, type of book because the writer name call, drops himself several times in this. Yeah, I don't know who it is on top of my head. Uh, but this book introduced the concept of a multiverse. Right, because this is uh, this is the Barry. First, this and is where Barry. This is where Barry, Barry meets, meets Jay, uh, Garrett. Jay Garrett. Barry is 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 rushing to meet Iris for a a. Uh, and he a runs sort of so fast into talent, through like a wormhole. Well, the talent doesn't show up, so he's like, "Oh, well, let me go get the Flash real quick." The Flash oh, Gardner shows, Fox. Gardner Fox. God. Oh, um, yes, yes. Flash is like, "Oh, let yeah, me do some parlor tricks for you guys." He's like, "Look, I can make this this rope climb up into the air, and then I can climb the tree without having to hold it up." He climbs up, and then disappears. Poof, he's gone, and he vibrates into Earth. What 
isn't described in the book, but was essentially Earth 2. I mean, while Iris is like, where the fuck did he go? Yeah. yeah. He ends up running into uh, Keystone City, where he's like, well, hang on a second. I read comic books about Keystone City, and and the original Flash that kind of gave me the inspiration for my design. And I think that was a thing, uh, if I remember right, with the the Silver Age Flash with Barry Allen. I think he he did read the early Flash comics. All the early Flash comics were written by Gardner Fox. Right. And there's even homage to that in the series, where if you look, he's reading flash flash comics comics yeah yeah so so he ends up running to where he knows that jay garrick lives and he's like i know where the only other person i know that knows jay garrick's secret identity is is you know joan williams or whatever her name was and she ends up being there she's like we're married now and i'm the flash from another universe and and we get this kind of story where they team up against um the shade and the fiddler and and, mere master um, not mere master uh um uh, the uh, thinker, the thinker, yeah. They, they they end up defeating them, and they're like, "This is our worlds vibrate at different frequencies." And it it it, it was a really fun issue, um, but again, it's kind of the 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 first issue that that Introduced explains the... the concept of a multiverse. It kind of opens up um, because this also kicks uh, Jay Garrick Flash to he actually be, brings him yeah be, it br- be, brings, be, even the whole come back Justice to be the Flash yeah um, in, into the main universe uh, but but I think he even ends it he's like oh I should look up Gardner Fox while I'm here and, yeah yeah uh, but I mean this was the first book to do it so any book that's kind of like well I want to write a Batman story but I don't want it to be in continuity I want to have my own flavor on it. This book kind of allows for that to happen because yeah. you can very easily just say it's another universe. Right. So, like, if you're a fan of Batman, you know, the the, the White Knight sort of stuff, um, it, the Murphy verse and all that stuff, this still literally, has to trace its origins back to the Flash 123. Literally any multiverse. This is before Marvel established their multiverse. True. So, this was uh, 60, 1961, I think. Yes. I so this so. was this was like... You were still like an octogenarian back then, Paul. So like this was wow. this was a long time ago. Oh. It was like half your lifetime ago. Um, That's harsh. But it's it's also on top of that, it's also a perfect flash story where he just accidentally jumps to another universe. It was good. It was good. It's yeah. a real fun, lighthearted, lighthearted, fun. Um, and, has has not a lot of meaning to anything, but it kind of did. It's also written in that kind of old comic book style. Where oh, like, very, 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 very DC narrator, comic style. The narrator because has like a, a real big impact on it, and then very the, comics everyone, authority. Everyone, well, there's yes, uh, all thoughts the thoughts are, kind of are explaining are everything that's yeah. going on. Yeah, where the brilliance of the uh, resistance, where. Mike Diodato just tells what's going on in in those books. It would have been, I'm going to throw this car across the way. And, and, and where we just see the art just doing everything, which this is, this is just, that's the, that's the big change from now to then. One thing that reading some of these older ones to these newer ones is how far the art has come. Oh, for sure. Like Chip Zdarsky is not a quintessential artist. I mean, he is much more well known for, his writing, but his art and the details. Well, he, no, I thought he started off as an artist. Well, he did, but he's more well known for his writing well, now. Now he is because like, you, e- even you Gary love Frank. Him. I mean, Josh damn near masturbated himself to death over Gary Frank for still do for three and a half years. His <laughs> Doomsday Clock was still finishing, do. and look, 
he can he can spank one off yeah, on this stuff here easily. Not, not on my book. Not okay. not just not just, no not on that one. But this but one yeah, here. I mean, back then, I'm like saying. the art was kind of no. I'm that's saying why, not on that, my copy that's almost of that. why the narration was kind of explaining over explaining mm-hmm. what was going on because the older that's one of the things that they exposition in it. Well, and that's, so you, and again, it was the writers yeah. doing that. Yeah. Do, do you do you think a lot of that has to do with? I mean. The change? No, obviously a lot of the artists had the talent to do it. Do you think it's just technology makes it a lot easier? Because no, I think there, no, there was a shift because if you notice now, books are more like a script, where I'm back go, then gonna they go, weren't. I'm going to say that it is the technology thing because back then they were limited to even like colors on how they would print these books. So the well, we'll talk about colors have, when we get to the issue 100s allow online. For more sort of storytelling. Back then, they had you know the the, the dot well they use plates dot matrix yeah. stuff and they they use so, printing plates yeah so I, I where think now everything's then, like, digital I, I I don't think it was so completely that I just because there's a shift because we get that shift later and some of it is the image guys and when image came over and yeah. and mm-hmm. and did stuff. And those guys would talk about, hey, you know, these, you know, in the future of comics is you're, you're going to open up a page and it's going to be like looking at a movie. And they're kind of right because well, that's how way, his if, if books watch, are now. If you watch someone like the old animated series, the narrator almost played the exact same role as in the comic yeah, books where they would explain agreed. what's happening. I mean, look at Spider-Man and, on the Electric Company. Narrated by one Mr. Easy, Mr. Easy Reader. Yeah. Yeah, Morgan so, Friedman. Yeah, I mean, back then, like the narrator was almost. An he was a part of character. the story. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I can't pinpoint. I'm sure you guys can better than I when that sort of shift. It was the 90s. Went away. There, but, there, there yeah. was a there yeah. was a shift. It was about in the 90s again. It was the image takeover of stuff. But, but again, at that same and time, what it, the it 90s kept going. was it was well, and, and every and, every computer, but, every artist had a computer available to well them. and and more of the coloring was being done then by computers so the um there there was a shift to that with um uh uh what, what what's the oh big uh art computer program uh photoshop photoshop so it was all the photoshop stuff that was going on that was starting up back then but also the shift was 90s started becoming the shift where now the movie producers were starting to become that age where they grew up on comic books Mm -hmm. where before that those movie producers were like comic books those are for kids they didn't take it seriously now you started having the spielbergs and lucas's and everything else that grew up on comic books because when you break down star wars it's pretty much a fantastic four story yeah and I, I found what, what I really liked about this little uh, homework assignment we had is you're getting them from, I mean, you have the 60s and Flash, you have... We, we, we spanned a few decades. You, so you, we got modern, you we have got... The, you have the 70s with um, both of your 100 picks. We have the 80s with my 100 pick, the 90s with your Hulks, and then modern with uh, my uh, my pick as well as Josh's 100. Yeah. So, but... On, um, on to the 100s. On to issue 100s, and my pick on my probably favorite issue 100, I think, has to be Amazing Spider-Man 100. This was originally my pick, but I want to keep it fresh. Um, um, and again, if we would have doubled up on it, I couldn't argued with you. I yeah. love this book. I've always loved this book. Um, this is 
pretty much a perfect, it's kind of a clip episode without yeah. it being clips or flashbacks. Yeah. Because every single major villain in Spider-Man's life shows up. And we have this major thing sort of tugging and pulling. Hey, I got these pains on my side. So what happens is, again, Spider-Man, full of guilt, feels guilty about being, he feels responsible for Captain Stacy's, for Captain death. Stacy's death and his girlfriend being Gwen Stacy at the time. How wants, can he tell her? He goes, and he wants to I can't marry do this. I want to, I got to marry her. I got to do all these things. And he but goes, but the thing that I love about this is he knew that as long as he had the ability to be Spider-Man, he, could he can't, he can't stop being spot, be Spider-Man. And, Cause it's a, the responsibility. So he's like, so and again, so. we had this before in issue 50 where he's like, I'm done being yep. Spider-Man. And because he knew he couldn't quit because he still had the powers. He decides I got to make a potion. That's going to make me not have these powers power anymore me, yeah. to be yeah. our. And this was a sort of trope. This happened in the Hulk a mm. lot of times. This is one of those Marvel tropes. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to do something to take away my powers. Cause I can't, I, I can't handle this responsibility. This is a, uh, I know it's Stanley. Is this Ramita Jr.? No, it's or, Gil Kane. Or Gil Kane. Uh, Ramita Sr. takes over shortly after this, doesn't he? No, it? he did before. He did the early. He did the 50. He did. Ramita Sr. actually did right after the Dicko run. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Well, so all the uh, well, issue 50 and everything wasn't else. Rem- wasn't Ramita on 121 through? No, that's um, Jerry Conway and Ross Andrew. Oh yeah, it is Conway because he uh, he's the co-creator of the Punisher. Yes, yeah. Um, but uh, so what happens is Peter decide he makes this formula to depower him. He takes this formula, and of course, it makes him groggy and sleepy. And he has this dream, and throughout this dream, he fights he, all, see, he fights all of the major villains that he has. And this whole time, he's like, he has, "I got this pain in my side." And he has this voice that he's coming to. That that he's he keeps drawing to, and he's like, "It's not you." And the vulture shows up, and it's not you. And Doc Ock shows up, and it's not you. And Goblin well, shows and, up, well, the, and the, everybody. The Kingpin shows up. And, the, the real cool thing about this is, if you look more into it, um, they say when someone passes away, the first memory you lose of them is the sound of their voice. That you'll remember, yes. you'll remember how they acted, their mannerisms, but you lose that sound of their voice, and that's kind of what this plays into. Is he, yeah. he lost the sound of voice until it's revealed to be Captain Stacy. Captain Stacy at the end, and uh, when he wakes up, this is where we get, hey, what's going on? And we get our six-armed Spider-Man, which is fucking great. And one of the other, one of the other things going back in reading my issue of 100 on this is talk about the color printing and the colors and what they were limited to do on this. So it he's yellow most times when it's, it is, it is fucking, but you know what? There's times it's like, damn, this is almost an artistic choice. Yeah. And sometimes it's not an artistic choice. It's just what the hell the printers made be, which is why the Hulk is gray in the first issue. It was a printer mistake. And, but, you know, there's times it just really, really, really works. And uh, but uh, as far as what this issue does as an, a 100, it's fucking it's phenomenal. Yeah, I think when we talked about it last week, this was a pick for three or four of us. But we kind of want to break it up. Yeah. I mean, this was this was um, this is my favorite issue. 100 of 
Yeah, it's it's a great it's it's a it's a it's a fantastic read, uh, uh, Stan Lee, and just how it perfectly becomes a clip show without it being an actual clip show. Again, it's a good kind of snapshot of what Spider Man is. Hundred percent. Yeah, this is a it would be. Oh, here you go. Here's Spider Man. This is a great first issue to jump on to. Yeah, and on to Dave's pick for one hundred to another iconic, and I picked this one because. You we did which one? X-Men 100. You did X-Men 100, which, which is, is this Chris... the first time we have that classic iconic cover? Uh, the where the new the... X-Men meeting the old X-Men. Yeah. Yes. Where they're, they're going. Or do we have that? Is that? Is that? Nope. Is, is that DC? One? The supervillain? Yes. Yes. Are they yeah. first? Yep. So this is an homage. This is our one of our first homage yeah, covers. Yeah, a lot of these but, issues are homage heavily, especially that Flash one twenty three that we've done. That probably has like fifty. Oh, uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But but this is but this, is, Cla- this, this is, is Claremont. This is Claremont, and also um, uh, um, Dave Cockerman does yes. the uh, art, and the art's fantastic. Yeah. In this. Um, a lot of double page spreads on this one. Yeah, uh, and the the basic story behind this is. Uh, <clears throat> It's not a Trask. It's the other guy that did the Sentinels, but he did the X Sentinels. He do, yeah, yeah, which actually happened in in issue ninety eight, right? Yeah, which is was just referred to in Marvels, right? The epilogue where they're at the Christmas thing and uh, they're doing the Christmas uh, and the Sentinels show up right. at, at Christmas in uh, so, um, so they're battling and we get a fastball special in this one. Yep. Um, we get Wolverine, Boogie, Wolverine, and it's like, you ain't Jean Grey, lady. You know, uh, it was just... And we find out that, yeah. And uh, this, this is, is great. Also, isn't this the one that kicks off the Phoenix story? That's yes. what I said. This is where this is where what? she becomes... This well, is this where is she gets... The Phoenix right. Force. Yeah. yeah. But this we is don't where know it starts. That, that whole last so scene. So this is actually a if, big build-up. I, I don't right. know if you've seen the, the latest uh, X-Men, the what, the actual... Dark Phoenix? Phoenix? Yeah. I watched it. Yeah, they pull that, I mean... Yeah, it's straight out of here. It's straight out of there. I mean, obviously a little bit different, but it's Gene kind of going, listen, I'm the only one that can do this. Right. And I mean, yeah, it does kick that all off. And it kind of moves X-Men into the X-Men that we know now. Like, yeah, this, right. this is the definitive point where you yeah. have the old X-Men where yeah, it's still, I would say that. Uh, it's still Marvel Girl and Beast is still able to retain his human form like it's the well, old that's school. even referenced in here yeah. because uh nightcrawler says to him i thought you were blue yeah and a member of the avengers did they kick you out yeah so um this was excellent another book that i haven't read in a long long time yeah um, i'm um, not a huge x-men guy but this is but this was pretty th- this is where x-men needs to get back to. this is Absolutely. really good Absolutely. and now we're going to move on to another jimmy's 100 X-Men, which is another Spider-Man. but also Another Chris Claremont, our second Chris, yes. Chris Claremont story. And on story. the backup story, friend of the, the podcast, podcast, Bob McLeod Bob does the inks because there's a backup story on this one. Uh, this, this was fantastic. This is the first appearance of Karma. This is uh, Marvel. Story. Yours is Marvel Team Up 100. Uh, 100, yeah. This was a good pick. Um, this this was a great story. Uh, we, we have a great Frank Miller, Klaus Jansen yep. cover, which looks like Steve Ditko. Yeah. Yeah. And the um Frank Miller art and 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 again, this is this is a good book. This is back when they took Marvel team ups and annuals and shit like that. Where you know, we we got these hundred issues and it wasn't a throwaway thing. Yeah. They they put real they put their Effort top guys it. on it. But again, these, these and, team and this ups- is this is Chris 
Chris Claremont and Frank Miller doing this book. We, we've talked about And they this. created karma. We and talk, this is our first pair. We talked about this before the podcast. You don't realize these team up books, how many first appearances. There's and an amazing amount of first appearances. Happened in If you these. want a series to go after that's going to be something that's going to give you meat in your collection, go after Marvel team ups. Because they're still somewhat affordable right. even they're, for they're, the they're, whole they're, runs. You can still find them in dollar bins and yep. decent shape because people overlook them. Absolutely, they do. Uh, so the, the main story. Uh, Peter Parker and Fantastic Four. Well, it starts off with um, their uh, uh, Spider-Man is overpowered by this this being, being. which we find out later is, is Karma's, Shan. Is Karma's brother? Yes. And um, oh, no, is it no? By he's taken over by yep. Shan because she thinks he's a bad guy. Yes, because that's what the media portrays. So they're trying to she, she she's trying to save her niece and nephew. Yes, is that what yes. it was? Yes. Yep. Uh, these little Vietnamese children, and they try to go to when they get there. Fantastic Four's there. Spider Man kind of jobs them a little bit and yep. But the but they realize something's wrong with Spider Man. He's not moving like he does. We had this great well, in the beginning. And he's not quippy, and that's another. Well, thing that's, and and it, we we all, and, even in, he and but we had this great thing where Shan discovers Spider Man's powers and all of his powers, which is actually delightful. Yeah. It uh, really, it, 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 it's, it, it's it, delightful. It's the only it, word I can say about it. It reminded me of the original Spider-Man movie with Tobey Maguire when he's, to when he's figuring everything out. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yes. That's that's probably what it is. And and it's like, oh, he has this and he can stick to, oh, I, my hands can stick to walls. And, and uh, I have these, this ability. This the is amazing. This guy is so powerful. She's like, well, how well, and that, that's he? one of the things with Spider-Man. Smashes into rubble and he's like, people don't realize that Spider-Man is always holding back. He never unleashes. Oh, he's, his, he's yeah. super strong, right? Super strong. And um, so we have all this, and then the Fantastic Four. Um, it's like, hey, and they they take him in. But this uh, dignitary's uh, son, who is Shan, is her Tran, uncle, her, her brother, is his uh, nephew, and he also has similar powers. And but they they fight it out, and eventually they're able to overcome it and peter and the fantastic four like listen we have a place for you to go to help people and you know cultivate your powers and that's to xavier's yeah which which i find ironic because you know we get this is a marvel team up and of spider-man and the fantastic four but also Also the the x-men yeah yeah my kind of ties everything in except for dc josh that was a lot of the, these books. You, you saw a lot of characters, even though it was too specific in the team. You saw a lot of these other characters pop up. But it also worked in what was going on with the storyline right. with everything else. Which, again, when you had heavy hitter creators. I mean, this is a big book for Frank Miller to be drawing. Yeah. And, but, uh, you know, we kind of end at that. That uh, Karma end, uh, ends up trying to control Fantastic Four. We have a lot of battles back and forth, mm-hmm. which is great, great fun. Um, and I mean, she's still a major character till this day. And Absolutely. and and Shan uh, becomes uh, a big X Men character uh, as as Karma yeah. and New yeah. Mutants and stuff. 
And then we, uh, you know, so we had, we had this really, you know, really good front story. And then we have a backup story. Which is the first time that the we have Storm and Black Panther. Black Panther and Storm where they've. And this is, I was that written by Claremont also? No, I believe that was. But the art is by John Byrne with inks by Bob McCloud. Oh, it doesn't get better than that. No. Oh, no. The art's fantastic. The story is in this. Well, this the, is the, the last issue or the last page. Oh, um, there's uh, there's also the the Iron Man versus the bank robbers fucking little. No, it's Claremont. Claremont's oh, it a Claremont? writer. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's yeah. also Burn Burn and McCloud are the artists. There's a two page ad- advertisement which you don't see much. I know Snickers tried to what, do it. What? Oh, Iron Man versus the bank robbers yes. for Hostess pies. Yes. Yes. Um, I know. I know Snickers tried to do it. I know they did it with the Hulk back then, and it's like the Hulk kills these freaking. The Imperial. It's the Imperial Stout, isn't it? No, no. There were a lot of Tootsie Roll ads in the Flash One Twenty Three issue. Yeah, but this, this, um, this was, um, this, this was actually really enjoyable. Enjoyable yeah, yeah I'm kind of glad that you picked Amazing Spider-Man 100 because it made it made kind you of, you search yeah. for this, but which was good. I I know I read this when it came out, and um, but I'm glad to have read reread this. So yeah, thanks. I I really appreciate that. And on to you need that in your box. Last one. On to my pick. Uh, my pick was not a number 100 because. In all honesty, this I, is the I one I didn't like, read. Uh, I feel like Marvel did a better job with their number one hundreds, and DC either just skipped over them entirely, or they they weren't as good. <laughs> Renumbered. Yeah. When it came to one hundreds, maybe, but they 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 uh, catched up. They caught up S- with Superman one hundred was no. Yeah, but they caught up later with you know the other anniversary yeah, right. issues of so the 200s right. and the four because yeah. because because detective the later it's either ones, detective yes. or batman 400 has a story by it's one of the first i think it's the first comic story by stephen king yeah. well uh, and that's really detective good Detective 100 might be the most disappointing 100 cover of all time it's like it was just another throwaway detective story yeah and because i'm not a big marvel guy or at least i wasn't until very very recently i went with a 100 page giant which would be man and superman uh, because before Man and Superman, my go-to Superman story was All-Star Superman. It, it didn't get any better than that. And then Marv Wolfman was like, I've been sitting on this story for 15 years or whatever. And I think we all agreed at, put it out, when this came out. When this came out, this was... This should have been Superman year one. Oh, absolutely. This is this Superman is, year one. This is the best Superman story what, I've What ever I love read. about this, this is a total Elsewhere story, but... If you drop this into the mythology right it now would and say fit right this in. is canon, it would fit right in. You, you can't argue. I, I think I shocked you guys when I made this my pick of the week. Kind of did, yeah. Because you guys didn't realize just how big I was into Superman at one time. Well, but it's Marv Wolfman, yeah. and Marv Wolfman, I guess. Marv Wolfman can take a fuckload of fucking random stories and make a cohesive story out of it he did it with christ on infinite earth yes he did um and it, i mean he's he's a he's a severely important if you if you want to have a mount rushmore of writers marv wolfman's up yes. there 100%. yeah i mean he reshaped the dc universe not just dc but the shit he did with marvel i mean, I mean yeah, my he god lot, he did a lot good with marvel but i mean the, 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 the dc Spider-Man, universe that we're in now spider-man is, stories and everything else that he did are are fantastic 
I mean, my God, that guy, that guy wrote novels, paperback novels of Spider-Man back in the seventies for crying out loud. I did book reports on those things. So are you saying he was a paperback writer? He was a paperback writer, which is a Beatles song. I get it. That's a goddamn good guitar riff, too, and not easy to play. I wouldn't have got that. I don't like the Beatles. I I mean, if anyone is apprehensive towards not being a fan of Superman, I know a lot of people that, I I mean, I I play D&D with a lot of people, and they're always like, Superman's the most boring character because he He, can do anything he wants. If you take him at face value, he is. I was like... Have you, I always ask them, have you actually read a Superman book? And their answer is always no. You need this to hand the, them the This good. is the book I would give them. Yeah, that, no, sure, or, absolutely. Or yeah. the death trade. Yeah, the that's another, that's a good. real deep in his psyche. Yeah, a but it's bit, still, but, but, but that's a Superman, damn good story. Death of Superman is one of the the worst sins of comic books of all time as I disagree. Well. Because, I it because he comes back. And it made the death it makes It makes death in comic books fucking meaningless. What what I love about this is it's broken up into four parts, and each part. But is... it was still good. Oh yeah, yes. Absolutely. I'm not saying that it wasn't. Now the problem they had was once he came back, they couldn't All figure out how to power mattered. him. It's like no. yeah, this well, was, but no, the they couldn't figure. Issue he was so overpowered like, after that. Holy fuck, Superman's dead. And I think they should have. Like, and then he comes. I back. think they should have kept him the Superman that he was in Superman '82, where he's depowered and kind of struggling and. They depower in the beginning of New 52 as well, and it fucking sucked ass. No, this was done great. But what, what I love about this, it's broken up into four different parts. The first one is lim- him literally fresh off the bus right. in Metropolis, and he, has, he hasn't he has honed his super hearing. He's used to it in Smallville where... Where you know, there's not much going on. Price, yeah. But he's hearing everything. everything. Yeah, big kinda, city. And he's kind of struggling. Country bumpkin in a big city. Oh, yeah, look. I've seen that look. <laughs> but what I love about this is his first, he kind of shuns his mom's costume that she made for him. And his first costume is very Batman year one. Yes. So, uh, but then he goes and uh, where he's a janitor and he sees the goodness in people and that kind of reinvigorates. He his, ends up wearing a mask like well, uh, he's trying to protect from coronavirus. Yeah. yeah. Too. Um, but th- this evolution from him fresh off the, Fresh off the bus, wanting to be a journalist but not knowing how to do it, to the end where he, you know, he does an interview with himself and he's finally becoming friendly with Lois, and that first connection and the way that Wolfman wrote it that you can almost sense the sexual tension between them right away is amazing, and the fact that this took ten years to come out is fifteen, I think, or fifteen, 15 years. It's a crime. Is a fucking a long, crime, yeah. absolutely. I'm glad it did because probably I wouldn't have ever gone back and read it. I, I agree with Josh. If anybody asked me what they if they wanted to get into Superman, what they should read, yeah, I would say this. Yeah, I, up until this book, again, it was, it was always I'm, our I'm never going to argue Superman, with you but, because um, it's Marv Wolfman yeah. and and you know the guy the guy's a genius. He's a legend. Yes, you know. Yeah. So that that's why I, I, I and mean, he definitely definitely has that. Voice and I, I I've spoken with him. He's a lovely man. <laughs> He's he's really Call easy to talk a to. Lovely man. He's just carrying pictures of naked black men around in his phone. I don't know. You know who I got that picture from? He was Mar- Mar- he got it from Marvel. You do know he who. was pulling your head earlier. <sighs> anyway, all right. Is that it? That's it. On to Meteor. Did anything happen in Meteor this bit. week? A little bit. Few things. 
Uh, I've been watching Agents of Shield, and it's been delightful. So you up. should catch up. Um, um, the comic industry is getting a, their own kind of Me Too movement. Um, Cameron uh, Cameron Stewart was the first one to really hit to, hit where he was. Uh, these young women that 15, 16, trying to break into the comic industry. He was kind of texting and kind of grooming and stuff like that. Um, DC has canceled all his covers. I haven't heard anything else, but uh, that seems it. But um, the big one is Warren Ellis. Uh, it started coming out, and at first people were like, ah, you know, they're just trying to tear down. At last, it was over 30 women at this point, dating back to the early 90s of women that he has sexually harassed, borderline raped. And DC has announced that his dark, uh, his uh, dark universe tie-in will be canceled, and they haven't announced anything on Batman's Grave. But I don't know if yeah, those are going to be released. Us, yeah. um, but there is one. I mean, you want to talk about a legend in the industry? Uh, yeah. That there's there's one that this kind of got kind of shunned to the side. Uh, the Cameron Seward one. I said to Paul before this. I kind of known that because. I don't know what big con we were at that I stopped at his table. There was literally no one there. And I liked him because of the Fight Club stuff. And was it New York? No, I think it no, was in D.C. It's or, probably D.C. or DC. Baltimore. But yeah. I stopped by and I'm like, oh, man, I, you know, I loved your, your you know, the, the art on Fight Club. It was always one of my favorites. And he wanted nothing to do with me. I mean, when I say there was no one around him, it's like when we went up to Ed McGinnis. Yeah. Like, they're literally the tables next to him. He was put yeah, with those Like, groups. we could have picked from Frank Cho and Ed McGinnis that yeah. day. But... And then he he acted like he wanted nothing to do with me, and I'm like, "Well, man, fuck." Well, that you definitely too. wasn't Baltimore because everybody we talked yeah. to at Baltimore was super nice. And now I kind of see it. I'm not a 16 year old girl, so I had no interest in him. Yeah. Uh, Keanu Reeves uh, rumored to be coming back as Constantine. Yeah, yeah, but that was we got this covered, and they're like 25 percent on their stuff. Like every once in a while, they hit one, and their, the rest of their rumors are. Just never come to fruition. I don't want to see it. I don't think he made a good Constantine. No, not at all. Okay, I mean, so... If it wasn't a Constantine movie, I would have enjoyed the movie. So, a big announcement that was dropped this week. Uh, Robert Kirkman loves comic book stores. Because he's helping out comic book stores. And they're coming out with, we said this was going to happen. There's a new Walking Dead that's going to come out, and yes, it's going to come out the week that DC decided not to put out any books, the first week of July, and it's called Negan Lives, which you can contact us here at <laughs> Comics and Cards, because I'm going to have a, lots of fucking comic copies. Kirkman loved comic because his old Die, Die, Die thing, I think... He literally said, "This is similar to that." I'm not. I'm not. You guys didn't know this was coming out. Yeah, he dropped shit. it on it. This He's same like, thing happened. He, I think his forward in, the, in that book was like, "The thing I love most is it's walking surprise into a comic what, store and, and like, a new surprise." This. Yes, I so. think you and I both agreed that Negan's story at the end, towards the end of the run, was if good. what they do with this, is where because like, the very last issue, um, you think they're gonna pick up Carl. At, Carl goes to Negan's house right. and he's not there. If this is why he wasn't there and this is a story of you why he wasn't there, gonna pick it up? I think that's what they're going to do. That's kind of cool. That is kind of well, cool. Well, speaking of Negan, Jeffrey Dean Morgan is in talks to return to the DC Universe as 
Comedian. No. Thomas Wayne. Thomas, Thomas Wayne. Wayne. Ah. Flashpoint Batman. So, again, if we ever get a Flash movie, who fucking knows? Yeah, wasn't uh, Ezra Miller cancered for a while there? Yeah. Because he beat the shit out of some girl. And- yeah, but then it was all it all came out that it was a publicity who stunt. Knows, man. So. Oh, what else do I got? The Animorphs movie is in the works. You used to love the Animorphs. I never read them. So, uh, Hasbro has announced an earth-shattering Merc with a Mouth toy. It's literally a talking Deadpool Oh, is that the Deadpool head that, like... I pre-ordered one. I'm sure you did. I, I don't know how much it is yet. It, it literally, when you pre-order it, it's a price point between eighty and one hundred and fifty. I didn't fucking care. <laughs> Where do you do? What do you draw on Hasbro's site or? There was another site that had. Yeah, I I didn't get anything on orders on that. But speaking of orders the, the, for the, stuff, the, the bust includes six hundred sound effects and phrases, along with sensors and motors that let you react with your nearest buddy, as well as a connected app. I'm going to fuck with so many people with that. <laughs> so um, we are going to get some of the San- the canceled San Diego Comic-Con 2020 exclusives. Uh, I am ordering. We're able to order some of that stuff because they're like, hey, we have this stuff and here you go. What are we going to do with it? Uh, yeah. So there is a zombie de- uh, Deadpool oh. figure. I'm just saying. I'll it's, probably end up buying it. All right. We'll talk after the show. Back back to more people being canceled. Uh, there was a bunch of wrestlers this week as well. But uh, comedian Chris D'Elia uh, has also... Oh, yeah. Movies. I think it's D'Elia. D'Elia, yeah. He was on uh, Whitney, the Whitney Cummings Whitney. show. See, the first place... He saw... was on You, and he was also on Workaholics, both playing a, a, a pedophile. pedophile. And now he's... I, a I pedophile. I don't know if I know him. Is that what they're getting them um, on? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I know There's from, like 15, 16-year-old uh, girls. I know him from 10-Minute Podcast with Will Sasso and Brian Callen. Where I first seen him was a TBS show. It was a 10-episode season that they did of it called Glory Days. That was like in this frat house. He's actually He was actually pretty good on and, Whitney's show. And he was just stank. He was just this stoner that kind of lived. Was he the long, curly-haired guy yes, on yes. Workaholic? Okay, no. I don't even know. No, 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 no. Well, no, not, no. The, not the main character. No. He showed up in one episode as a pedophile, okay. but yeah, he had long hair. All right, but I don't know. Um, but he, he got can- he's getting canceled and all that shit. Uh, a lot of the underage girls have been posting receipts online, and and there's a lot of other comedians that are kind of worried that they're next because they kind of almost knew about it. Sort of. Well, here's here's the thing. Like, yeah, he kind of has to be like the Louis C.K. one, like. He got canceled and like he's nowhere near near where he was, but he consensually brought people like women back to his hotel room. Now, yeah, like, get, he 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 said he did wrong, but it wasn't like it wasn't consensual. Yeah, or they were under he, age. Yeah, his was more of a quid pro quo, quid pro quo thing. And, yeah. and Chris D'Elia is a straight up like grooming underage yeah, girl right. sort of thing. Uh, so. Thirty Rock is coming back with a single hour long episode. I'm down. Uh, I'm, with, down. With, I'm all, down. I'm down. I'm there. I'm which there. Which literally NBC is just using to introduce their false light. Uh, that's it's okay. A, it's, sure. It's why the not? Most Thirty Rock way of that's 30 Rock perfect. Back. That's great. I wish they'd bring back Night Court. <laughs> most of the actors are dead. 
John Lockhart's still alive. So is Richard Mull. Ja- um, AT- no, I think Richard Mull. AT Richard Mull passed away. No, I thought he did. AT and T announced this week that they are selling off their gaming division, which a lot of people think is a dry run for them selling off. Dolph, the DC publishing. I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. So you know they're still publishing, not fucking digital. Fucking assholes. Oh, did I say that on live air? <laughs> Listen, about after a the dozen last times since the last podcast, yes. <laughs> and that's all I have for me here. All right, he dead. We have a couple big he de- uh, big he deads. Uh, Prize winning historian Robert D. Richardson dies. I know you're sad about that. I don't know who that is. How I about a, I got a big one? How uh, about Ian Holm? Ian Holm was a big one. But this Ian Holmes, a big one. Lord of, the Lord of the Rings. He's, He's uh, played Bilbo. He, yeah, Bilbo Baggins um, um, uh, I, I have, at 88. I couldn't, I couldn't tell you what parts of Lord of the Rings I've watched, but I know I started watching it. He's I in the very asleep. first He's, one. I woke up. You would have seen him. No, if you started it, you would have seen him. He's in the very I, first, I, one, first one and he's in probably one. the first he's probably 15 minutes. Do yeah. it. Do they, the trilogy They started thing. walking. Oh, he, he was already there. He's Bilbo. He's the one. The ring, the ring. He's the one that starts with the ring. I fell asleep for about seven hours and woke up and the motherfuckers (laughs) are still still walking. walking. (laughs) If you watched the first 15 minutes and then fell asleep for seven hours and then watched the rest of it, you you see all of him. Yeah, you see all of his. He's in the very end. He's Bilbo Baggins. Um, I I have no desire. Please do it. Please do the clerks. Vera Lynn died. 103. 103. 103. So I, 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 I brought up my Twitch stream. I sing, this is going to sound stupid, but I sing We'll Meet Again at the end of every one of my streams. I didn't even Why know. Why don't she you was, do that here? I didn't even know she was alive still. And then suddenly, this Thursday, she fucking dies. She and I'm like, died. holy fucking shit. I've been singing her song for like the past four months on my stream. So. Speaking so, of, so we John, no, 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 no. You shut be... the fuck up. Josh, start singing. The floor is yours. Do, should I sing it? Yes. Absolutely. Fucking absolutely. 100%. All right, I'll tell you what. I'll sing it at the end of this, at the end of this episode. All right. Um, and if so, you guys know the lyrics, you may, you are more than welcome to join. No, because, no, no, because, no, no, no. Solo, I'm, I'm acapella. Inviting, listen, I'm inviting you guys because she sang it for the World War II troops and during her rendition of it, they actually join in on the second verse of it to I also sing no along with it. I don't either. But when I, I start singing it, you, you might be able to join in, but I, I will sing it. Uh, speaking of the Me Too stuff, Danny Masterson's in some fucking Again. shit, too. Yeah. yeah. Well, he's not forgot about the, that. He's officially he's, been he's charged. charged, charged yeah. He's charged. But that, yeah. that started back when he was still on that 70s show. Right. Those Is that when that started? Yeah. yeah. Oh. And it only because came to light. If, if you look at the and last season. Do you know who his sister is? Tara in Walking Dead. Yeah. That's his sister. Really? And really? It, and it, and oh, his, yeah. And his brother played the oldest brother on Malcolm, uh, in, Malcolm the in the Middle. Yeah. I did not know that was his oh, brother. Oh, yeah. That's his brother. Yeah. Any more he dead? I'm trying to... Uh, he forgot his glasses. He's trying to focus. No, they're, they're no. on his chest, but I think you smacked them into his chest. Yeah. Yeah. I can't. <laughs> I, I, I can never use them again. <laughs> I think we did the This Is Us writer, yep. Jazz Waters. Yeah. So I think All right, that's up. it. Yeah, we're good. 
You, All right. The floor is yours, um, Josh. Well, thank, thanks. Give your, give your thank you very much for. I, I appreciate all of our <clears throat> listeners, our tens of thousands of tens listeners, of tens. tens of tens and tens of listeners, uh, for uh, Soon to listening be millions to and listening millions of listeners, listeners to our hundredth episode. Who, who think we could? We who the thought we could get to a hundred episodes without of this? killing each other? We've come close. Some There's of us been a, yeah. Listen, I yeah. might have got violent with Paul. It's never been elder abuse. I don't leave marks. <laughs> well, I mean, you have you, thrown a microphone. Shirt, you, you slapped him pretty hard. You gave him a good Ric yeah, Flair. It was only there. The, did do it. <laughs> it was only the fingertips. Jesus. Anyway, so but yes, we've made it through a hundred episodes. Oh, I do appreciate similar comic book uh, media. Todd McFarlane actually made w- led off the Long Gone Summer documentary last week on ESPN. Wow. Oh. He uh, actually bought uh, McGuire's 70th home run ball. Yes, he, he bought all those baseball. And Getty Lee of Rush, who I'm wearing well, a t-shirt well, of today, has also baseballs. bought a lot of those famous baseballs, well, too. Well, you, you know why he did it. So, it was, for it was, years, uh, McFarlane was trying to get into the MLB because their toys were, in his opinion, subpar for what his company could do. He couldn't get a meeting. So, he figured when he bought the 70th home run ball... It would open up doors, and it did. Literally, he's like, oh, I'm the guy that bought the 70th home run ball. And the story of it, I've heard him tell the story. I've heard the story, too. I I think it was on a podcast, me and him. Uh, I think it was Pat McAfee, actually. No, it was uh, Jim and Sam. Yes. And he's like, and he says it, like, he was on the phone, and he told the lady bidding, he's like, listen, lady, I want you to raise that paddle and leave it the fuck up. And it went for, with fees, almost $3 million, but... He's he got a hundred million dollar contract out of it for making all the McFarland toys MLB toys. So yep. that's why he did that. Yeah, he had that contract for a long time. But, but having having him there, I'm like, huh, but that also he he did NFL toys too, didn't he? Then yeah, that that kind of like kicked so that, that, that kicked, that kicked into rolling. the yeah, yeah yeah oh sure sure that, sure. that's hey. what raised McFarland toys to just like the well yeah he did all those yeah. those sports toys yeah. and and all those and uh, that's oh, what yeah. got the start a three million dollar investment in baseball. <laughs> But um, thanks to all of our listeners. Thank you very much to our our guests, Bob McLeod, Anthony Spey, uh, DMC, DMC. Uh, Billy we had Billy fucking Billy Tucci. fucking Tucci on. Thank you, thank you to seatbelts for lest we drown in our own urine. <laughs> yeah, but uh, 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 and, Mar- Mar- Martin. Marazzo. Oh, Martin Mimorazzo. Yeah, we had a great interview with him. Uh, uh, Mark McKenna. Mark McKenna, uh, um, we've had uh, uh, everybody that we've had a great um, that helped us out with the intros the and the intros, um, but also all the guests that we've met during the pod, uh, our podcast and except for you, Joe. <laughs> oh, damn. Yeah. Joe was one of our guests. Was a guest. He we, was we, a guest. We don't talk about the dark times. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, but no, I, I appreciate Strike making that this, from the minutes, <laughs> making this little thing. Hey, we should do something and actually turning it into something. But, and I think we have know, a nice I, show. I think, I think the three of us should also thank you, Paul, for allowing, for, us, for allowing us to do this in your shop every week. And, you know, but I, I think we I I think we have a good thing going. I, th- I think we have a nice show going and a nice, you know, when we talk to publishers and we talk yeah. to all of them. Yeah. They've heard Jimmy, us. Jimmy knows. Yeah. Uh, you know. Josh, you don't know. No. But, uh, 
but when we go to shows, we talk to publishers, and as soon as we say, hey, we have a podcast and we do reviews, their ears stop. They perk up, and they're like, oh, and we're like, yeah, and when we tell them, look, we're not pulling any punches. And we don't. This is a, f- this we is, do if we don't anybody. like something. Was it IDW in New York that we were at their stand for like an hour and a half just because same thing? They're like, oh, yeah, and they're like. Well, do you review our books? Like, yeah, you know, we review this. And yeah, this and it was this. the same thing out at Pit, uh, Three Rivers the last mm-hmm. time I was out. I was talking to the Aftershock guys, and they oh, asked yeah. me how I like yeah. the books, and I'm like, you know, you got and, some, and again, you got some good ones, and you got some sh- really shitty ones. But you know, um, all of our publishers, Speaking and really especially, shitty. yeah, well, that's Jimmy all the time, right, Josh? They're, they're, I look, I needed, no I needed, so. I needed his superpower the other day. Um, but all our publishers, Aftershock, boom. And again, if anybody, any, uh, there's nobody Zenoscope, that champions. Even though we don't do many of their books, Zenoscope yeah, but, has been a big supporter of us. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, but we, we champion the independent uh, uh, publishers. Absolutely. Uh, AWA, which is going to be one of our big ones, yeah, when we start when we start doing shows again and we start seeing them, we're we're going to court the shit out of absolutely. those guys. Uh, Blaze, uh, uh, Blaze, Ahoy um, Comics, Ahoy. Ahoy. We we talk to Ahoy quite a bit. Uh, First um, Point Press. We talk to those guys yeah, quite a bit. Hope yeah. Hope's been a Vault. pick of the week. Vault, which Vault. Uh, though though that's a and I'm going to go. That's another small publisher that is they are stepping up. Oh yes. Because they are helping out comic shops around well, the world. They were one. They were one that gave. They Donny made Cates everything. One of his first breaks, weren't they, with an uh, interceptor? Right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. So. And um, but uh, they are uh, they are giving up uh, uh, retailers a break on um, how much they have to pay for books, but everything's returnable. So I I have tripled everything on my orders on Vault Comics on all around the board. But I mean, even even the creators and, we've talked we're about, push, I mean, from um, small to big, from you know, they think it's again awesome. who who started talking about Tom King more yeah. than us, us. Yeah, like and, we were Tom and, King and he he told Donny Cates. He told us in D.C. He thought our rehabby was worth more than his Eisner because he said, "Well, you've actually read the books, right?" Yeah. So um, and 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 again, speaking of Eisners, we're two Eisner voting participants here. Yeah, you know. But I, even even to some of our listeners telling us right out, we don't pull punches. Yeah. If we think it's bad, we're going to let you know it's bad. And, and, the, and the best thing, uh, you know, going, you know, going through reminiscing of members. Of physical harm from other podcast members, yes. I'll let you know when a, po- when a book is bad. You might get your mic unplugged and sure, thrown across the room. but I will yeah. not. I will he will not, not pull silenced. punches, but Jimmy will tell you when we're at certain shows, big shows, and people are like, wait. I've listened to your show, and they have this reaction, like it's it, it's, it's weird. fucking incredible. It is. Weird. I've been there. Yeah. I've been there, and it's but, like, wait, no, I've listened to your show. There's like three, is and one really angry guy. <laughs> no, that was porn sack. <laughs> <laughs> porn sack's like, there's three of you, and and that porn sack. Yeah, got to throw some love out to porn sack because you but know. But you know who doesn't I'm, get any love? Dan Slott and Brian Michael Bettis, go fuck yourselves. You know what? They don't deserve love. (laughs) And on that note. All is right in the world if they don't get any love. Be good to each other. Be healthy. Be safe. We're going to do another 100 episodes. I'm the Mad Hatter. Jimmy Kimmel almost live. I'm Josh. 
on Maestro, be good. And, and hit it, Josh. Josh. And, uh, Sing. For the next 100 episodes, I hope that we'll meet again. Don't know where. Okay, don't stop. Know yeah, that's when, enough. But I know we'll meet going, again some sunny day. Keep going. Keep going. Wait, where's my lighter? Keep where's my lighter? smiling. No, there it goes. There it goes. <laughs> Keep going. Keep going. Drive the dark clouds far away. And will you please say hello to the folks that I know? Tell them I won't be long. They'll be happy to know that as you saw me go, I was singing this song. No, I never do. We'll meet again. Don't know where, don't know when. But I know we'll meet again some sunny day. (laughs) That was beautiful. Somebody help me up. Oh. Uh, I stream on Twitch. It's uh, twitch.tv slash S-O-I-L-I-N Soylin. Uh, I, I, I will edit it in. I'm the one that fucking posts it. Follow me if you want to watch me uh, if you want to watch me uh, fucking I, I play Deep Rock Galactic which is like a dwarf mains. I, I fucking stream myself sitting in my underwear so watch that. <laughs>